Yo, 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 what is up? What's up, everybody? How y'all doing out there? What's good? We're here, new format on Friday. I figured we needed to do something a little different, you know what I mean? Than kind of the normal thing that we was doing before, um, especially just because of the fact that, um, you know, hoops and brews, obviously, <laughs> this man Glasses is calling me right now. I'm crying. Gla <laughs> glasses, I'm live on the internet right now. Show, right? Yeah, hey, you want to call in? You can call in. Yeah, I'll call in. You can call in. I'll send you the link. All you got to do is uh, be on your phone. Y'all on Zoom? Uh, uh, no, I'm just going to send you the link, and then, and then it should open up in your phone. All right, give me like five minutes, okay? All right. <laughs> this man, Glasses Below, is hilarious. So give me a second, bro. I got to set up this graphic for Glasses, G. Glasses Below is about to come through. Come I'm through, holler at us, G. I'm crying too. That man instantly down there with the quick. <laughs> Yo, we didn't even start shooting shots, and already is legendary. But we're about to talk uh, um, this episode about um, Dark Lane demo tapes. Isaiah Thomas uh, glasses is coming on, so obviously we know glasses is not a fan of six nine. So I don't know if we're gonna have that conversation unless yeah. he just feel like unless he just feel like <laughs> getting one on, right? Unless he feel like cutting a promo. <laughs> Unless he feel like cutting the promo, but man, we here, we live, what's good, how all y'all doing out there, man? Um, shout out to all of y'all, man, it's super, super dope um, that all of you guys are coming through. We doing a new show, this show right here is called Shooting Shots, so basically, uh, I just wanted to create something that's a little bit more funner, something we could do where we just having a little bit more fun, talk about more stuff than just basketball, um, because obviously it ain't no basketball going on. We've been trying to veer into it in hoops and brews, but obviously our convos are all basketball. So I figured we were doing the morning brew. I mean, we it ain't really the morning brew. I got a shot of tequila right here. So you know what we doing? We shooting shots. I got wine. Um, this man. I've become an avid wine drinker throughout this. I don't really like hard liquor like that no more, bro. Really? No, I like wine. I like that. That's good. That's good, like, man. I, rem I, I, I remember you. <laughs> I mean, I like tequila, but like a like a nice tequila, I like. But as far as like yeah. sitting up drinking uh -oh, whiskey, uh -oh. bro, here I'm we not... go. Hold on one second. Here we go. We got glasses, glasses. Yo, glasses. Yo, can you hear me? Glasses. 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 Can you hear me? Glasses. <laughs> Look at the camera. Pav, you can hear me though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, so anyways, we here. Glasses is calling in uh, somewhere. Uh, he calling in right now from the bat phone. Um, but yeah, man. Anyways, go ahead. Keep talking. You said you drinking wine? Yeah, I'm like wine now. Wine is great. <laughs> like good wine though. Yeah, good, good wine. wine. Yeah, good yeah, wine. I feel you. I feel you. I definitely feel you on that. I mean, good wine. So what? I mean, what kind of brands you been drinking? What kind of wine you been drinking? Uh, recently, I found it. I found this at CVS recently. This is actually fire. All right. Uh, it's like a twenty dollars bottle of Yeah, it's, uh, is that the Merlot? No, it's the uh, Cabernet, but it's uh, uh not. I don't. I don't want to say brewed, but it's fermented in okay. barrel aged whiskey barrels. I'm assuming. Okay. So there's that. Um. Uh, I really like Chilean wine. Chilean wine is good. I haven't ordered a bottle or like purchased a bottle. I've I've had it before, like when I um when I was out, but I haven't actually like purchased a bottle before. But um, Chilean uh -huh. wine is good. Uh, mostly, I, I just drink reds, um, like red blends or cabernets or pinot noirs. Uh huh. Yeah, 
So, man, it's dope um, that, you know, we, we, I feel like, what, what do you feel like quarantine has changed in you? Changed in me? Yeah, well, yeah what has it changed about uh, you? Do you feel like you learned anything from this? There are people, um, I feel like you, you, you uh, learn who, who you actually value keeping in contact with. Um, okay. And how many people you wouldn't speak to if you couldn't see. Okay. I understand. Like, if I just couldn't, like, yo, like, let's go grab a drink or something. Like, yo, let's go meet up at the club or something like that. It's a lot of people you probably would have relationships with if you couldn't meet up in certain places because a lot of relationships are derived around certain places, and these places don't exist. So, like, and I don't, I don't want to say it takes more effort, but it kind of does take more effort to, like, actually stay in touch with people and, like, check in with people and make sure people are doing okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I feel you. I mean, I definitely, I definitely do agree with you on that front. I mean, I, I even think just like, uh, uh, you know, just even being on the phone, like people call me, and I'm just like, I don't even really be having that much to say no more. I'm just like, uh, because it's just the lack of human contact has 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 definitely changed. But also, I feel like, hey, if you're not talking to certain people no more now that the Rona hit, them people you probably ain't wasn't meant to be talking to them people. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, hey, like the group chat still always busting. Oh, yeah, the group chat's hilarious. The group chat, the group chat the group is still hilarious, always busting. The group chat is still always busting. Even, even if we call each other idiots and tell each other we fucking uh, hate each other's opinions, that group chat has been war for the past, like, uh, How I don't even had a group chat. It has to be like a year, huh? We've, we've had to have had that group chat for like a year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, nah, not nah, longer than that. It's been longer than that. It's been like a few years. All, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's been a, it's been a, it's been at least like two years or, or over years longer than that. But, but yeah, man, that's funny. It's here. Okay, all right. Let's see. Glasses is calling in. All right, glasses. What's good, bro? What's the deal, my guy? What up? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we can yeah, hear you yeah. finally. Hold on. Let me go ahead. Let me update the uh, branding real quick. All right, go ahead. We here. Talk to us. So let, let me ask you something. All right. Uh-oh. It depends on what we're finna talk about. Out of 26 teams. Yes. If your offense is 13 and your defense is number one. Yeah. And you win a championship. And you have the defensive player of the year on your team. What you getting at here? Who deserves credit for the championship? Who are you building the winner around? It's not around Tony Parker. That's that's not what you fit to do. Not, I didn't say that. Listen to what I just said. Listen, <laughs> no names, because I got to no name y'all to make it make sense. If you have the number 13 out of 26 teams, mm-hmm. you have the 13th rated offense, you have the number one rated defense, you win a championship with the number one rated defense and the number 13. The, the halfway mark of all offenses, and you have the defensive player of the year on that team and he wins a championship, who deserves credit? The best offensive player or the best defensive player? I mean, it, I mean, it depends. I got to watch the games. No, 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 no. I got to watch the games. I got to watch the games. I got to watch the game. That's why our slogan is watch more basketball because I have to actually watch the games. Yeah, but the problem is you're jaded to what you're watching. We all grew up wanting to hit the last shot. None of us grew up wanting to make the last stop. Everybody count down. If you're from, two, if you're from Chicago, two, some of us did. One. 
No, no, you didn't. You didn't yes, you did. You wasn't invisible. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. It's not a human being on planet Earth that was outside of that girl. Like, yo, I'm a rip bro. No, you didn't. I was. No, you didn't. I was. No, you weren't. I was. I can't shoot. You grew up watching Michael Jordan shoot game when there's no way you win. There's no way you win the backyard. No, there's no way. I am the oldest of four brothers. You bet your ass I was trying to rip them up every single time. I didn't give a damn about scoring. I wanted to make them cry. I wanted to make them cry and quit and go in house. And you didn't do that by scoring points. You did that by defeating them, by taking away their will. So let me ask you another question. I'm going to say this again. If the number, if the average offense is offense, 13 out of 26, and the defense is rated number one in all the NBA through the playoffs. And you have the defensive player of the year on that team. Who deserves the credit, TP? You don't got to. Who are you trying to get the credit to? Dennis Rodman? I'm just saying. I know there's not another pro Dennis Rodman no, conversation. No, no. This, this, is, this is the point that to, to counsel that they build the team around Zeke. They did. was actually the worst defensive player on the team. Glasses, I'm, you gonna make me get up and walk out of my own court. house. He was the worst defensive player backcourt. Joe Dumars was a better defender backcourt. Period. And literally, you had the best defensive player possibly of all time, the most versatile on the team, on a horrible offensive team. Gee. But we still keep talking about Isaiah Thomas, who at best was an above-average offensive player. He wasn't an all-time great. He's not Magic Johnson. Where in the Showtime Lakers, you could have the number one offense. And the number 10 defense and still won the championship because you had that kind of offense. So it's no different than Tony Parker, who also was the best offensive player for a couple years with the Spurs, even two or three championships. Maybe two championships, he probably was the best offensive player. Yet we would never give him credit. That's the problem. That's my problem. That literally we're going to give Zeke credit. So what was Tony Parker's job? Offensive player on a defensive team. What was Tony Parker's job? To do the same thing Isaiah Thomas did. They play the exact same way. They do the exact same thing. The only difference is the Spurs offense is not as stagnant. So, therefore, Tony Parker is not holding the ball all fucking day at the top of the key. They actually won championships because he didn't do that. So, Joe Dumars that matter? Yes, he – of course I give Joe Dumars a lot of credit as a backcourt. But he's not defensive player of the year. Okay, in my opinion, it was built around Isaiah, but they stumbled upon Rodman halfway. I mean, well, Rodman got drafted 86, was it? 86? 86? They stumbled upon Rodman and was like, oh, shit. Like, we have, like, like even a doctor said, yo, we have to start Rodman. Rodman gives us a different element that we never had before. And then that's when they really took off and really was it 63 and 19, winning ring and became, and became, and became champion. I wouldn't say it was built around Rodman, but I would say that Rodman was, was probably the most pivotal. The thing that they couldn't lose the most on that team was Dennis Rodman. Okay, so was the was the 2004 Pistons built around Ben Wallace? I think so. Yes. No. Other than other than that, how no. I think so. Built around Chauncey. Nah, I think it was built around Ben. I think that Ben was like the first piece, and they were like, all right, because I think what Ben was winning defense player of the year since like what 02? Four times. He literally was a defensive centerpiece of the NBA. Yeah. Why is it so hard for us to give credit to defense the way we give it to offense? Again, it's because when you're a kid, you dream of taking the last shot, not making the last stop. It's, 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 it's right there in our hands. 
Like, literally, we give credit to Magic Johnson because he was the greatest. He's probably the greatest offensive player, you know what I mean, of all time. Literally, he played on always not good defensive teams. I don't think no championship Laker team that he played on was good defensively. They were all maybe at best within 10, but they none of them were ever the number one defensive team. Never in life. They were never top three. The championship winning versions of the Showtime Lakers were never a top three defensive team. Their offense was always one, two, or three. The mother, the Pistons, the Bad Boy Pistons never had a top five offense. I agree. I think that people now, now look, I will because we had this discussion like, earlier. I think that people do give Isaiah Thomas too much credit for those championships because Isaiah obviously is the most famous of everybody. So I think people do hump a lot of credit on Isaiah. Really, it was honestly a team defensive effort as to why they like won those rings. It wasn't like nobody was going out there giving you 25, 25 a game. With with a defensive centerpiece. So even at that point, they played the same role. Tony Parker and Isaiah Thomas and, and excuse me, Tony Parker and Isaiah Thomas played the same role. When they were winning, I'll give I'll give you the fact that they played the same role when they were winning. I think that Isaiah Thomas played that role a little bit better. And I also think that we've, we've again, we've seen what Isaiah did in a different role when they built the team around. Again, again, I don't, if that role is not successful, I'm not going to give it credit. I mean, it was successful, just not to the level of championship. Well, that's success in the NBA. That's what we play for the trophy. You can't just be like, okay, you got this stats and you got kicked out the first round. Or you didn't make the playoffs. I won't lie to Dennis Rodman. Uh, 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 take is real. Like he don't. He not just saying this. He really believes this. this man. Every argument we have somehow always wind up getting back to Dennis Rodman. Well, it's, it's not. It's not Dennis Rodman is like the Ray J of the NBA. You know how they say like no, Ray no, J no, no, got like a continuing through line throughout like hip hop and rap history. That's what Dennis Rodman is. He is Dennis Rodman is the Ray J of the no, NBA. G. It's really credit to think defense. about it. Shout to Ray no, J. But, but it's, it's really credit to defense. That, that's what the Dennis Rodman conversation is. Credit to defense. Like, we'll talk to somebody who talk about the 2008 Celtics, and we'll be talking about Paul Pierce. Yeah, I, that, that I don't understand. It's right, clearly Kevin Celtics teams had a horrid offense. They yeah, offense was trash. It wasn't good. Trash. So that means Paul Pierce, as an offensive player, could not have been this all-time great offensive player. That's not to say he couldn't get buckets, but again, to make an offensive theme team work, think about how rare offensive theme teams have won championships. I can't even think of that many teams that had the number one offense without having, like, the Bulls, the, the, the first three-peat Bulls. That was a great offensive team and above-average defensive team. But it was a number one offensive team. Showtime Lakers. Really? And maybe the Warriors. That's the Warriors even, like, number one in defense, even, even. Even when they yeah, won, usually they were the for offensive teams to win titles. Steve Nash, the, the Jazz, they had great offenses, never was going to get a title. So, again, we, we would give credit to offensive players when it wins titles, but we don't want to give credit to defensive players. The Rodman is the bad boy. It's funny because we can look at Tony Parker's contribution to the Spurs. He averaged 25 points in the finals, six assists, three rebounds, won the finals MVP. Isaiah Thomas did the same thing, average 27. And I told like you. Isaiah Thomas, and we won't, but we'll give credit to Tim Duncan, but we won't give credit to Dennis Rodman. I said the same thing. I said it all the time. I say Tony Parker is the reason why LeBron didn't win that ring. If Tony Parker wasn't there, then LeBron wouldn't have won. But LeBron, no, no. Uh, yes. No, most of those games going ring. into the fourth they quarter. They still would have relaxed. No, they still no, wait a minute, wait a minute. 
They Most of won. those games they going into won. the fourth quarter was within like at least I nine points. I, they were. Tony Parker they were. put the game away in almost every single one of them games. I the feel they could not stop that man. And, and you know who that was? You know who that is? Isaiah Thomas. But you know what happened on the other end? Tim Duncan happens on the other end. Bruce Bowen happens on the other end. Because at the end of the day, if this is a showdown of scoring between LeBron James and Tony Parker, right? Okay, yeah. Tony Parker, who do Tony Parker got a score on? Booby Gibson. LeBron James got a score on. Bruce Bowen and then Tim Duncan. To Tim Duncan. I mean, but also, also, let wait a minute. LeBron guarded Tony Parker a lot in that series as well. Yeah, but and nobody could stop that man. Parker, but Tony Parker just too fast for LeBron. Yeah, LeBron it's I mean, 280 pounds, you know, and, and Tony Parker, again, very, him and Isaiah had the same game, which I'm, I'm arguing with a bunch of people who didn't really even watch Isaiah Thomas like I watch Isaiah Thomas. I'm trying to tell them that Tony Parker and Isaiah Thomas, they're the same player, literally just with the difference of opportunity. If you look at Tony Parker in championship, series, in championship seasons and Isaiah Thomas, their numbers are almost identical in championship seasons. Because that's how that point guard had to play when you were not, when literally you might have been the best offensive weapon. And again, let's go to the numbers. Wire, who became a six man, feel me, who averaged 30 points a year or two before he played with them. That's because that offense wasn't enough. Same thing could be said for Manu Ginobili. That was a brother Adrian Daly, too. They, 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 they always had a good score than all the other team. The defense, Tim Duncan, Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman is the bad boy. Tim Duncan is the guy. Just like Dennis Rodman was the guy. Yet somehow, he never wanted to get credit because he didn't put up 30 points or 26 points or 20 points. That 10 and 15 ain't enough. Lord knows Gordon, Scottie Pippen, Magic Johnson, Charles Barkley, and Patrick Ewing, a different playoff series, that ain't enough. You can't be the best even though you just guarded literally every position through all the damn fucking playoffs to help your team win the championship. And you the defensive player of the year on a dreadful average offense and you still can't get credit to defense. When are y'all gonna stop? Uh, I mean, look, you know, y'all gonna just give it. No, no, Tony look. Parker. It's not like Tony Parker was some. De- I mean, defensive savant either. That's what. I, that's my point. That's why I'm comparing the best offensive players on great defensive teams. Neither I mean, guy. Some, somewhere the branding of Isaiah Thomas is confused with actually what Isaiah Thomas is on the court. Just, but there's no confusion with Tony Parker and Tim Duncan. The confusion is with Isaiah Thomas and Dennis Rodman. Yeah, but yes, but that happens because again, people have seen what Isaiah Thomas did before he got there. Like what he did individually. Okay, they did. They did. They did. But like people who know basketball, you know, like okay, they, they basically had an offensive team before. They were very, very fast paced. They were even involved in what the, the highest scoring game in the NBA history, Nuggets. And um, pissing. I think Isaiah had like 47 and 17 in that game. Like Isaiah has put up the huge numbers, especially for like a small guard, a guy who was like six feet. So you've Isaiah seen Isaiah's Thomas. work without Isaiah without Thomas Rodman. Is, Isaiah Thomas is Dame Lillard to Steph Curry. When we start talking about Magic Johnson. Oh yeah, okay. They 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 tried to make their offense. The the Showtime Lakers changed the NBA. Everybody tried to make a version of Showtime. Right, just like everybody's trying to make a version of Golden State backcourt shooting threes, it's the same thing. And then you're gonna give credit, but we'll be arguing in years to come, right? We'll be arguing about Dame Lillard versus some defensive savant, right? 
versus some other player who's been more successful. Kyrie Irving. We may argue one day, Dane Lillard is better than Kyrie Irving, even though Kyrie Irving is a winner. I mean, people already argue that. And that's silly. People, to, people already the, argue The that. goal in this league, if you don't win any individual awards, is to win a championship. Winning individual awards and championship. Neither guy, Isaiah Thomas or motherfucking Tony Parker, never won individual awards. Yet we talk about them like Isaiah Thomas is the MVP of the league or he's the defensive player of the league or he's something. He's not. He was, he, was first team good, time. he was a very good offensive player on an average offensive team, but a spectacular defensive team with an all-time great, if not the greatest, versatile defender of all time. No different than Tony Parker with Tim Duncan. No different. But I hear you. The offensive don't add up. I hear you, but I think that Isaiah Thomas did, he did what he did better than what Tony Parker did. Yeah, and again, we see... And, 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 again, we've seen, and again, we've seen Isaiah Thomas's work without Tim Duncan. And granted, now Tony Parker never got that opportunity. We don't know what he would have done, but we ain't seen it. But you know what we seen? We seen four championships. We did. I can't argue. We can't argue that. Can't argue that. But also, I think there's a separation between Tim Duncan and Dennis Rodman. I keep telling you, it's only first and one and two. I keep telling you that. I guess, but I think the separation between one and yes, 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 but I think the separation between one and two is a large one because again, obviously Robin may be the best defensive player of all time. Like no one of them, one of them, Bill Russell, somebody else other than there, one of them. But Tim Duncan at his position, can you name me five power fours better offensively than Duncan? Uh probably yeah, better offensively. Probably not. Not that I could think of. So that's but the thing. Again, like but but again, but again, you don't have to be great at both sides of the ball. That's the confusion. That but Duncan was though. I feel you. But, but Duncan was though. But again, and, and and what, which is why he's the guy, right? You have to yeah. be over great at both sides of the ball, right? But that don't change the fact the separation ain't that crazy because we're talking about a defender who makes Tim Duncan look like he can't defend, especially because of versatility. And we're talking what? about, it, and we're talking about the greatest offensive. What you just say? Listen. Did you just say Dennis Robin make Tim Duncan look like he can't play defense? When you bring into the conversation of versatility. Versatility when you bring conversation, yes. We yes, yes. Obviously Tim Duncan couldn't go out there and guard no Michael Jordan. Yes. That that's yes. Or Tim Duncan can't go out there and guard no Michael Jordan or Magic Johnson. Yes. I understand that, yes. And again, I'm yes. Just, again I'm I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. That's crazy because Tim Duncan is such a fantastic defender, right? But that's how great Kevin Garnett is. I mean, excuse me, he's great too. But that's how great Dennis Rodman is at defense. Like, yes, but that's how I, yes, I don't know about makes him look like he can't defend, but he is definitely a much, much more versatile defender than what Tim Duncan is, for sure. And, and again, for sure. Again, he's just a better defender. Like he's yes. clearly a better defender, and that's a lot to say because Tim Duncan is an all-time great defender. You don't even drink or smoke, but they need to give you a DUI for that. <laughs> they need to give you a DUI for that. You don't even drink or smoke. They need to give you a DUI for that. You caught this much of it, but listen, the point I'm saying to you is it's not that different. It's like Magic Johnson versus Michael Jordan, right? It's not that different. It's just one, one can be all like all-time great offense or all-time great defense can be equal to above average offense and above average defense. Like, you could have one player, right, who's good offensively and good defensively, and you could have one player who's just so brilliant defensively, 
that he's better than the guy who's decent offensively and decent defensively. Your, your job is to be the best version of you and your team could build You could become the cornerstone and the identity of your team. Dennis Rodman is the bad boy. I agree with that. He and, is and, the bad boy. I agree. And, and I think that's because Johnson, again, Magic Johnson is Showtime. I agree. You don't have it without him. You don't I have agree. The bad boys without Dennis Rodman. And, and again, he wasn't even the meanest person. They were some mean motherfuckers on that team. Joe Dumars was mean. Bill Lambeer, Rick Mahone. As much as I hate Bill Lambeer, he's my favorite mean player of all. That's a mean person. Like right now, they're doing interviews talking about that. He's like, yeah, I still shake them. Fuck them niggas. I ain't shaking their hands. Shit, nigga, y'all won. Be happy. I like that. <laughs> See me? So when you start talking about identities, Tony Parker was the best offensive team on the Spurs for a championship. But see, I, I don't but see, I don't actually believe that though. I just don't like I, I don't think that was ever a point in time until maybe like the 2010s. I think 2010s when Duncan was much older and Parker I mean, still had some years left. You gotta think from 2007 and eight, probably going forward, he started averaging more points than Tim Duncan. Yeah, but I still don't think he was the best offensive player on that team. I still think that Duncan made 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 all of that work. He made the fact that you couldn't just key in on Tony Parker because Duncan was always such a threat. But again, that's because you're trying to take credit. I'm not trying to take credit away listen, at all. Listen, I don't care if you play with another all-time great. You got to be able to get buckets to get buckets. You do. Like, not finna get, like Scottie Pippen was the same Scottie Pippen whether Michael Jordan was on the court offensively. Scottie Pippen was all he could be with Michael Jordan and the same without him. It ain't like he went up 17 points after Michael Jordan left. It just wasn't going to happen. It wasn't his game. So the point I'm saying to you is the reason I can say Tony Parker is better than Isaiah Thomas, right, is because literally they're the same player. One accomplished war at the highest levels. Either guy's an individual award winner. I agree. One guy won first team defense, which I don't know how he got over Michael Jordan, but whatever. Because he averaged sure 21. Point guard ever in the because he averaged 21 and 14 that season. That shit's crazy. 20, 21 and 14, that shit don't happen every day. Yes, Jordan averaged 20 as a rookie, but 21 and 14 don't happen every day. And Jordan, twenty-eight as a rookie, that don't happen every day either. That don't happen. That that don't either. That don't either. But, but again, let's say he got that. He was never the best point guard in the NBA. They I agree. No, he wasn't. Into the shooting guard position to get him at the first team because for sure he wasn't ever going to be better than Magic fucking Johnson. Nah, that's facts. So my point I'm saying is, when you look at the All NBA accomplishments, it ain't that far apart. It ain't that much different. The All Star is about your branding. All-Star is all about Brandon. Who's Brandon the best? Now, the brand of Isaiah Thomas and the brand of Tony Parker is not even close. I mean, Isaiah also was. Is a, is a nigga from here, a Chicago nigga from here, that's flashy as shit with the ball. Tony Parker is a French player who literally just plays basketball. I mean, like, yes, but also Isaiah Thomas was also the best point guard in this conference for a decade. So that's also why that's also Yeah, but, but again, 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 when you say he's the best, he's the second best basketball point guard in the NBA at the time. Yes, this is this is this fact. The thing is, it what we're talking about is the underrated of Tony Parker and the overrated of Z. That's the conversation. And mind you, we're talking about somebody I think at five in Tony Parker and six in Isaiah Thomas. So we talk about a spot. But I'm just telling you, it ain't that much separation. Yeah, but see, I don't think, yeah, but see, that's what they're talking about. I don't think Tony Parker should be six. I think GP, I, mean, I think Jason Kidd. How, how can a point guard, right, how can I put Jason Kidd who literally was pretty much a horrible shooter, like probably the worst. Lonzo Ball is Jason Kidd. Same yeah. Thing. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, but I think Lonzo Ball, if he get it together, could be a top 10 point guard ever. 
Because he they should get it. But it's but it gotta be in defense. What'd you say, TBJ? Your mic hella muted. My bad. Glasses. Who's your top five point guards? Because like we've been talking about in text, like the people watching this don't know that. So like Magic who are Johnson. you? Yeah, go ahead. Magic Johnson. Koozie. Uh -huh. A lot of niggas don't give Koozie credit, but Koozie invented the fast break. I'm not <laughs> giving him credit. Just listen. Koozie invented the fast break. Koozie led the league in assists eight to nine times. Koozie was an MVP. Koozie won six championships in a league with Jerry West. That's special. That's not no punk in a league with Big O. That's not no punk. You're not no punk when you're doing that. You're competing against other quality point guards and shooting guards. Jerry West is a quality guard. Oscar Robinson is a quality guard. He was better than those guards, right? So you got Magic, you got Koozie, you got Big O. No, you got Steph, excuse me. You got Steph, you got Big O, and you got Tony Parker. I can't put Tony Parker. I just can't put Tony Parker right. I feel you, but I just can't. Like, no, I, I can't. I don't think he was that as on, on, okay. on the level as so, them. So, Pavi, who are yours? If I had to pick my five, I would say, uh, in this order, Magic Johnson. I'm going to say, I'm going to just say Steph Curry. I'm going to say Steph Curry because I think that he, uh, two time MVP, even first name MVP, hilarious. Was a part of a team that won 73 games. We had never seen that before. They often led him to 73 games. Now, they didn't win a ring that year. A lot of things happened, but they often led him to um, 73 games. I'm going to put Koozie at three because I just want to, you know, like want to respect the older generation. I'm going to put Oscar at four and I'm going to put Isaiah at five. I just am. I think for a guy his size, to do what he did in his era, I fully understand the fact that, you know, the Pistons, they weren't led by Isaiah the way a lot of people think they were when they were winning championships. More still but for how, what? But how do you put, at that point, how do you put Zeke over Frazier? They have the same accomplishments. Fair. How, but how you put TP over Frazier? The four championships. You got to win in this league. Don't cry, I got two. Yes, like Isaiah Thomas. You put them together, you get Tony Parker. Four. And wait, 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 wait. But Frazier, I'm crying. Wait, wait, hold on, wait, wait, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Put them together and you get Tony Parker. Hold on, wait. Wait, hold on, wait. But Frazier better. Frazier is the same score that both of them is, and better on defense than both of them was too. Much better. So you still? So that I'm listening. I mean, I'm listening to y'all. So that don't count for nothing? I understand about... Just listen. Just listen. Both of them depended, right, on their bigs to become their defensive centerpieces, right? You got Willis Reed, right? You got Dennis Rodman, right? You got Tim Duncan. You needed that defense from those guys to anchor the championship. So at that point, it's about the compliment to those guys winning a championship. It's about... That's it. So one guy got... They're all, in theory, the same player. They're all, in theory, close to the same player. The only difference is Tony Parker won four championships. It's the only difference. They're all the same guys. None of them four you could build a – no three you could build a winner around. You couldn't build a winner around Zeke. You did. Because with offense, you couldn't build a winner. I mean, I mean, yes, you could. Come on, AG. You more disrespectful to Isaiah Thomas than Michael Jordan. Hey, hold on, man. Clyde, seven-time first-team all-defense. Clyde is the man. So I don't, I don't, man, I don't. He was, he was. People don't, he, he was, he was. He was. But the point I'm saying is, right? 
it gotta win you championships. All this shit is cool when it win you championships. Until then, I gotta compare you with the other niggas that ain't won championships. Listen, in reality, I should be putting Gary Payton higher. Gary we Payton all should. Really, Gary Payton is the only point guard in the history of the NBA, feel me, to, to, to win defensive player of the year. This Y'all ain't even listen to my five. Defensive point guard of all time. Y'all ain't even listen to my five. Say your five, bro. My five are Magic Johnson, number one, Steph Curry, number two, Oscar Robertson, number three, Steve Nash, four, Russell Westbrook, number five. We ain't going to take you serious. <laughs> what you mean? What, what you, you mean? What you mean? Hey, what you mean? Nobody even won in your shit. How many people What you mean? Steph Curry won? won? Magic Johnson won? Oscar Robertson won? Nah, Steve Nash Robinson. didn't? Russ how didn't? Your top five, how your top five is career losers? Not all of them. How half of your top five is career losers? Yeah, yeah, but they were also most valuable players. Oh, you just love the offense. It just made No, nah, it ain't just about the offense, man. Come on, man. Stop that. Then what is it about? Stop what that. Is it about when you talk about Steve Ain't it about winning? Is it not about winning? When is it not about winning? You love talking about defense. You know what I love talking about? Winning. Is it about winning glasses? Where's the rings? Okay, fine. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. But but also, but also, huh? What do you mean? Two-time MVP. He was the MVP when Kobe was at his peak and Shaq was near the end of his peak or at his peak, depending on where you were. LeBron was in the league. When LeBron in the league, when Steve Nash won MVPs, I don't want to hear that. Tim Duncan was in the league. So MVPs over trophies. Yeah, yeah, but the NBA history not going to remember the fact that it was a suspension because somebody left the bench. NBA history not going to remember that. I will. I remember that. So I'm not just looking at. Who who didn't win because their team left the bench? Because literally, um, what do you mean? One of the sons got suspended because because they left the bench when what's his uh, face uh, elbow Steve Nash into the stanchion when so he's when his why, nose is all bloody so and you shit. That's why the Suns didn't win the championship. That's why they didn't win that series. That's like Draymond slapping LeBron on the nuts. If Draymond don't get suspended for that, they the Warriors winning that fucking series. Stop it. What? Huh? I, I huh? Can't say that. No, I agree, but I can't huh? just say that. Come on, no, come on, G. I'm not rocking with. I mean, to be fair, Adrian Daly don't get a concussion. But also, this is the thing. But this is the thing. I think Russell Westbrook is the greatest player ever to have never won a championship. Nigga, dead ass, (laughs) dead ass. Who's better than him? Who's better than him? Hell no, no. He's not better than Russell Westbrook. Pound for pound, Carmelo only averaged thirty ten and ten. No. What? He took his team to the playoffs. He single-handedly eliminated the Nuggets from after playoff contention. It's the Nuggets. What? It don't matter. It It don't matter. The Nuggets won. It don't matter. It happened, G. What that's supposed to mean? That was the MVP season. So he's a top five point guard because he eliminated the Nuggets. No, he's a top five point guard because he's been to the finals once. He's he's an MVP. He's averaged a triple double two years in a row. Look, I mean, look at the man rebounding numbers. Look at the man assist averages. The only thing he literally cannot do is shoot. And, and if we're gonna talk about just shooting, then I don't want to hit that. And you the main one that love to talk about how great Dennis Rodman is because he grabbed a rebounds. Imagine if Dennis Rodman was going out there and giving you six points like he was, and giving you 15 rebounds and 10 assists. Then you would be like, holy shit, that's what Draymond should be doing. But you know who not doing that? Draymond. You know who is doing that? Russell Westbrook. And he giving you 30 on it. A 30 ball. And it's costing him wins. I don't want to hear that, man. Stop that. Stop that. It didn't cost them wins when they lost in the finals. 
just like I blame the rest before I blame Russell Westbrook for that. I had this conversation with Pat. The whole time Will Chamberlain had what he needed to win the championship. All he had to do was stop fucking hot dogging. That's all he had to do. That's all he had to do. Pass the ball, nigga. That's Nobody needs your 50 and 25. That ain't going to work at the end. Same thing with Russell Westbrook. If he stopped fucking fucking up and, and actually let everybody else do their job, he probably win. Mm, I don't know about that. I but think. You know what? What? The stat patterns and people like you who overwore stat patterns and overwore offense, you know he's going to have y'all singing and praising. Shit is about championships, like rap is about plaques. Hey, hey, glasses. I want to talk to you about something, but I want to know if you want to talk about it, if you're going to be mad at me if we talk about this. What's that? Because I wanted I want to talk about this six nine thing because I because I saw you tweet something and me as a journalist I actually have an honest question like I feel like do you think that rap journalists should ignore him because I saw you post that you said if any if any publication is posting anything about him then they not for the culture so as a journalist as someone who covers the culture. And he is a part of this phenomenon. Do you consider yourself hip hop? Yeah. Hip hop meaning you consider yourself street. No, I'm not street. You ever did a crime? I'm from the street, but I'm not street. <laughs> Have you ever did a crime? I'm from the street, but I'm not street. I just told you that. Sure. You Have said, you are you considered to be street? No. I'm, 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 no, I'm, I'm not out here doing crimes. No. Have you, have you ever did a crime? I'm not out here doing crimes. No. I didn't say. Are you currently? Okay. Free? I said, have you yes. ever done a crime? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was would five, I'm sure okay I stole stuff out the store. So listen, so would you be okay? When I was living in the hood when I was a kid, I'm sure I stole stuff out the store. Go okay, ahead. So if you and your friend stole something. Uh-huh. Let's Go say ahead. your friend came and got you to steal something because he didn't have no food to eat. Okay. And then y'all both go to jail and he's like, well, he stole it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry my, for laughing at that, but that, my issue with that red yeah. dog is simple, and I get why the general public don't understand it. The general public thinks he's a victim. Oh, he got violated. They I don't think he's a victim. He's they slept with his baby moms. Uh, they they some they tried to rob him. This shit happens all the time in the hood. This normal shit. The problem is none of that matters because you have a guy who misused poor people he misused poor black people he took advantage of the fact they didn't have nothing he used his power they were in jail for two hits he placed he sold heroin they weren't in jail for their own crimes they were in jail for the crimes that he orchestrated and then he would have put hits on people yeah he He would have put hits on people (laughs) and then he came home bragging about telling it and was like the reason for him not wanting to be held accountable for his own crimes was because somebody fucked his baby mom. Somebody was fucking her before you. That's not your broad, though. That, that none of that matters. It don't have nothing to do with. It's not about loyalty. It's not about none of that. It's about being a man and being held accountable. So if you call, so the point, if you call yourself a part of the hip hop culture, which means you have some ethics as far as yeah. the street goes, or you have some ethics for anything that's urban, because this yeah. is not a. a, a this is a this is a problem. Politicians call people snitches. Police call people snitches. This is true. This is a problem amongst anyone. So my thing is, if you're calling yourself a hip hop journalist, if you're calling yourself a hip hop publication, and you support that dude, you a rat. 
Okay, now this is my question. Now, do you look at support as being covering it, or do you think that everybody should just kind of let it fade to black? Like, do you not understand well, what I'm saying? Not, it, uh, like, it's, it's still gonna happen. He's still gonna chart on the on the Billboard and and stuff like that and 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 whatever. But like, as as rap publications, right? Is is it even considered to be rap? As you just said, if you're not of the hip hop culture, what is that? I mean, like. Or, or or is this just strictly like some corporate marketing shit? Because obviously it's still got to be a machine around it to push it and make it happen. I mean, at the end of the day, the guy is a quality guy when it comes to making records. He understands marketing well. He's not stupid. He knows what he's doing. You know what I mean? The issue is when you're posting his new songs, when you're supporting his, when you're like today, he's literally ridiculing people. He got put in prison. He's ridiculing them. Yeah. It's a joke that he took other people's lives. He didn't care about their kids, they family. Yeah. He just took care of himself. So supporting him is posting his content, sharing his shenanigans. Now, it's not going to phase out. You know, he's going to get murdered before it phase out. But the thing is, if you're supporting it, if you're if you're bringing light to that shenanigans, you feel me? That's the problem. Like, it's, it's another thing, like, Dog, that dude is the worst. He's worse than a pedophile. He's wor- A pedophile mind is fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and you, me, you, P, we don't have to not look at a kid. We, we've never probably met a three-year-old kid. I would imagine none of us have met a three-year-old kid, even when we were three, that we thought were attractive. So if your <laughs> mind is fucked up enough to where you think a three-year-old kid is attractive, you need that's help. something wrong with your mind. Yeah. You're a piece of shit. The difference is 6ix9ine chose. That rat chose to be a piece of shit. He didn't want to be held accountable. So anybody that support that, that share his content, that promote what he's doing, yeah. is totally fraud and flawed. Like, as far as hip-hop goes. Now, if you're a white guy, you feel me, and you don't really care, like all his fans, if you're a white celebrity, then you don't care. You don't have no ethics. You know what I mean? It's just money. Hey, he has money. I'm going to follow him. Yeah. But if you're like us, you're supposed to have ethics. And it ain't about street ethics. It's about masculine ethics. It's about yeah. human being ethics, wanting to be held responsible for your own actions. You don't yeah. throw other people under the bus to get away with your shit. Yeah, yeah you literally you literally call hits on people. You literally call hits on people. Oh, you. Video, what video? What video? And then the police like, yeah, I gave them the money to go shoot the dude. Sammy the Bull murdered 130 some people, 120 some people. They still kept John Gotti in jail. They was like, yeah. you tell on John Gotti. So John, this nigga John Gotti ain't murdered nobody. Yeah. This is the same situation. This dude is using them. But again, man, this is the same conversation. It still come down to that little boy being not one of us. Mm-hmm. Feel me? And yeah. them allowing him to do what he did to take advantage of it. Yeah, it's a lot deeper than everybody imagines. You know what I'm saying it's not do, as simple as. Do you think people? Do you think people? And this is no disrespect, but do you think people like you and me and and rappers like Meek and all these rappers that are responding and talking about it? Do you think you guys are giving it more light than letting it die? Or, no, we what we doing is what we doing is we making sure the streets know that he is motherfucking green lit. Ain't nobody fucking with him. Ain't nobody that matters taking up for him. So if mm-hmm. anybody see him, if he go overseas and you see him, if you see his child, his mother, all that shit fair play because he playing dirty. And when you play dirty, yeah. there's no rules. Yeah. Do you so, think... No, do, 
Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, do you think publications that post memes and and stuff like that, and like I see people posting like his new hair colors and all that stuff, do you think that kind of stuff? I mean, like you talk about the culture. Like I I, I feel like I get into a lot of these conversations about like the culture and everybody um, on Twitter that's like you know you know this huge Dr. Umar fans or whatever always want to come at me and be like, yo, like like if you don't believe in things this way or this person can't be of the culture because of this or that, but then. You will see people like posting memes or reacting to memes of him or things of that sort. Do you think that that, that kind of stuff is out of bounds too in terms of publications posting memes? Like, do you think that do you think that the business of him as an entity should stop publications from like from you know from dealing with him from a cultural standpoint? Because obviously everybody loves to throw around this word culture, but to a lot of people, what does that really mean? Especially when you're dealing with a person like him, where you say. The streets and people like that don't really fuck with him and the things that he does. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, does that make sense? I mean, like, I, I'm not gonna name specific I, I, I publications. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say that I've seen it a lot today in terms of like memes and 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 gifs and all of this stuff like that. Like, I mean, everybody loves to and on everybody's debate show loves to throw around the word culture. You bring up the culture. Well, yeah, that's an honest so question. I had this conversation with the homie, right? And I was explaining to him, Drake is not hip-hop. Like, right? Drake is a rapper. It's different, mm-hmm. right? Hip-hop, the culture itself represents lifestyle. Okay. You know, hip-hop Sorry. is all about the streets. Okay. It's not about gang-banging. Gang-banging okay. just happens to be about the streets. It's not about drug dealing. Drug dealing just happened to be something happening in the streets. Hip-hop is all about the upside down. It's okay. all about the upside down. Like, if you ever seen the, the TV show Stranger Things, yeah. it's all about the monsters. It's all about the upside down. It's about yeah. the opposite of mainstream culture. It's about informing mainstream culture on what's going on in this other dimension, right? So long yeah. as your raps represent that conversation, that's what hip-hop is about. Now, everybody rapping, like, let's say a Drake, that don't mean he's hip-hop. He's just a good rapper. He can rap. He's a rapper. He's a pop rapper. His first song was a pop song. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's a confusion that everybody rap have to be hip-hop. Well, Debbie Harry from Blondie was rapping in the damn 70s. That don't mean she's hip-hop. I mean, yeah, but he not also rapping about killing people either. That's why, But that's my point. He raps about mainstream topics. Until now, now he's rapping about killing people. It's weird. <laughs> but, <laughs> which is weird. J. Cole rapping about killing people. He got a list. It's, I don't know what's going on, but the point that I'm saying is the, like being a part of the culture, like it's a lot of journalists, it's a lot of things in rap today. You feel me? They're not like rap, oh, rap, hip hop is not dominating. You have a lot of rap columnists, but that's pop columnists. Feel me? I agree. Like how how rare, like you know for sure who's not going to interview him? The Breakfast Club. They are hip hop outlets. One thousand percent. Yeah, I, I, I just, I, I just think as far as will they, will they? They're not. They're not. I would love to have that conversation with Charlemagne. I'm sure. I'm, I mean, I mean, I know you know him, but I would love to have that conversation on if they go interview gotta, him. I don't got. I know how ninety seven not because Ebro does not fuck with that man at all. Yeah, but, but it's not. It's not that they know he's a vulture to the culture. They understand what he is. So. The Breakfast Club, not going to interview him. Hot 97, not going to participate. 92.3. The hip-hop, yeah. the true hip-hop outlets, the urban outlets, is not fucking with that. They're not yeah. truly fucking with that. Now, don't get me wrong. In rap now, we have a ton of mainstream outlets that are 
fooling people like they're urban college. They're hip hop. They're not. They're just covering anything pop. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, I, I I think it depends on what you pride yourself on. Like you said, like um, a lot of these publications that you see posting it, they aren't really like, I don't think they pride themselves on quote unquote the culture. I think they just pride themselves on, I right, this is hot, this will this will get us clicks. Yeah, let me just um, do this money. I'm gonna get whatever money is available. Yeah, like, I don't I don't I don't think protecting quote unquote the culture is like what they're here to do. So I think it but just depends it's, on it's not even but it's not even about protecting the culture, P it's about having ethics as a human being. Yeah. That's what the culture is more about than anything. Like, you know, culture. Culture is all about where you grew up. The street, hip-hop is yeah. the streets. Yeah. It don't mean like the streets mean you got to be doing something wrong. It just means you came up the hard way. You was yeah. on the upside down of the world. Yeah, no, I feel you. I do. I, I mean, I do agree in terms of the morals and ethics and stuff. Like like I said, like, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm from the streets. I'm not of it. Like, that's, that's kind of the role my family but, but went that, down. That's that, why I was like, yo, I'm going to do other shit. So but that's why really, I ventured out really, to do other but shit. But you really but, are yeah. of the streets. The confusion yeah. is the streets mean you can't get a job. The streets oh, no. mean, yeah. oh, no. the streets mean uh-huh. you can't have I'm a podcast. Me. Like, I got homies that's from my gang, dog, that have had the same job for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Like, I got yeah. a homie Mad Dog, my big homie Mad Dog, driving a cement truck. He had that job for 20 years. Nobody in the gang asked you to throw your life away. If you're yeah. not going to do nothing with your life, we got something constructive for you to fuck it up. But if you're going to go to school, your homies are going to pressure you to go to school. If you're going to play football, your homies are going to pressure you to play football. They're not yeah. going to be like, hey, don't play football. You know, fuck football. Come over here. Like, niggas going to be like, yo, we coming to your game, nigga. You know, yeah. we're going to support whatever it is. If you, when I wanted to rap, my big homie Boo gave me the money. He gave me half of the money I needed. He didn't really? be like, oh, fuck that rap shit, nigga. Here, take this. Fuck that. Bring, here go two gallons, nigga. This PCP, this Sherm, my nigga, get back in the. No, he's like, that's what you want to do? You going to really do it? I'm going to really do it. Yeah. So it's a confusion that the streets mean you trapped or it's bad. It's not. It's your, it's your, it's growing up on the upside down. The have-nots, the haves and the have-nots. Feel me? So when you're part of the have-nots in that culture, feel me? It, that's what the streets is. It don't mean you you got to be a criminal. You got to have a great job. Like, I'm a gangbanger. I won't let people tell me I'm an ex-gangbanger or his ex-gangbanger. No, I'm from the set right now today. This is 7th Street Wise. Period. You feel me? That don't mean I gotta throw my life away. That don't mean I gotta go out and steal purses. That don't mean yeah. I gotta go out and rape women. That means yeah. I can do exactly what I'm doing, and I'm proud of my homies, and I'm proud of where I yeah. grew up at. And if you do something to one of my homies, I'm gonna do something to your ass to body. Yeah. And if you're around people who want you to throw your life away, then you need to switch and you around. Because they fuck with you, they shouldn't want you to do that. If friends and family ain't worth throwing your life away, then what's worth it? Yeah. Yeah. True. I mean, All right. if, like my, my neighborhood is special too. Like it ain't like a bunch of strangers. It ain't like if some nigga that got put on yesterday that I don't know, I'm finna go throw my life away. That nigga better handle his own business. Yeah. But if it's if it's Ron Ron, if it's my homeboy Slow, if it's my big homie Moon, if it's Plug, if it's my big homie, shit, I throw my life away from them niggas fast. Shit, hey, fuck it. I'm probably gonna get away with it. <laughs> shit. That's you friends f- and family. That's all gangs is so back to the point of the streets you feel me that's what the conversation is it don't mean you got to be a thug i mean you got to throw your life away it means if you feel like men should be accountable for their actions you feel me that's what you don't respect yeah that's the problem yeah, yeah. so i mean yeah. yeah yeah i mean personally i just think that it's one of them things that like i think all of us we got to kind of just let die um in terms of kind of 
just like the brand and stuff. If that's if that's if that's really what everybody is about, which it seems like that's what you know, kind of where things are. Um, but I just I do think that it's oh shit, my camera just died. Give me a second. I'll be right back. Y'all talk. I'll be right back. I think. I mean, my, I'm, I'm just interested. I, I don't think, as far as him in the hip hop community, I don't think that's gonna last. But I'm interested to see how the general public, how long they receive this. Like, I think it's cool right now. It just got out, so it's like, oh, okay, it's like exciting. Like, if you were twelve year old white kid, you probably seen that cooling that he did. It's because you don't really understand what happened. You have no idea. You don't know about that life, so you, you have zero idea what happened. You don't, you don't understand. So it probably seems mad cool to you, but how long is it cool to you for? Like, yeah. like, like, yeah, how long, like, how long is that shit going to be interesting? Like, yeah, this one, you're like, oh, yeah, I snitched, like, ooh. But it's like, how long is that interesting? How long do people find it interesting? Like, how long is your moment of whatever you're going to have? And, like, you, I mean, luckily for him, we can't really go nowhere. Like, people can't really go nowhere. You can't do no shows. But then once we do be able to, like, venture out into the world, he might have to answer for some of the things that he's done. Like, don't think that everybody... It's just cool with like everywhere you go. Don't don't nobody know nobody that know nobody that know somebody that ain't mad at you. You had to be very and and it go further with the point you're making. Dog, it's politicians who don't like snitching. Yes, it's a lot, of, a lot of people who a lot a lot of people and what you did was so hard. Well, what you did was so high profile and everybody knows you and you look funny. Like it's not hard to it's not hard to find you, bro. You look hella funny. So my thing is like that, and also like I said, how long does what? How long do these antics stay interesting? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't like to give it too much attention. You know what I mean? The reality for me is, like that dude is a rat. Let me put this out so y'all know right off the rip. I'm not fucking with that. That dude is a rat. That shit. That dude is a rat. He's dishonorable. He's he's another kind of human. He's the worst. He's worse than a pedophile. He's the worst person on earth. Whatever happened to him? His family. I feel like this, he deserves everything. Anything bad happened, he deserves it. Just because he didn't want to be held accountable for his own sins, and he decided to throw somebody else under the bus for the things that he had them do. Respectable. TBJ, your mic muted, bro. Your mic's still muted, bro. Is it? Yeah. Hold on, wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah. Okay, nah, my bad, my bad. Yeah, my bad. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But... But uh, what I was gonna say was we can move on from that. What I did want to talk to, I mean, I mean, talk about glass. I don't know if you got to go, um, but but I do want to talk about real quick the NBA. Is um, you know Adam Silver hosted a call. Pavy, do you have him tweets um, by any chance in front of you, or can yeah, you talk about it? Can you intro it? The NBA might come back um, uh, this season. I believe Adam Silver said that he believes that the players need three weeks of a training camp, and they're looking at potentially maybe June. Um, no fans, obviously. What do you think about that, glasses? I can. I can't hear him. Can you hear him? Nah, nah. I you mute yourself on accident, glasses. Glasses. Oh. Oh damn, he hung up. But uh, Pavy, what do you think about that? The NBA is eyeing a return in June. What do you think about that? Uh, like we had a conversation with Ricky G. It's not really the players I'm most so worried about. I'm kind of worried about you know coaches, staff members, guys who are older. Who like if they catch it, they may not be okay. You know, like if a like God forbid, but like let's say just Giannis happens to catch coronavirus. I think Giannis will be Giannis, a young, athletic, 
24 year old will probably be he might be he might even feel no effects but a guy like, like you said like a pop what about coach bud you know what about some of these older guys what about the owners what about you know the scouts and staff members and these guys like that and like ricky said you don't want to have a face on it like right now everybody who i mean it sucks to say i hate to say it like this but the people no. who have no nah, like the 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 people who have perished it's not like for instance the rudy gobert like people had coronavirus before but once like rudy gobert somebody you can attach to a name to it gets it then it becomes something different you yeah. don't want you don't want you don't want to be the face of it you don't yeah. want to be the face of of what's the you don't want to be the face of incompetence and that's what the NBA could possibly become is the face of incompetence. Also, with the fact that regular human beings can't get tested every day, mm-hmm. do you really want to be the people who want to make sure that they get tested every day and possibly are taking something away from human beings who may be very, very sick and they can't get tested every day? That's another PR thing. Like, do you really want to do that? So, I mean, like, if there is a if there is a way that, you know, they can, like, possibly do it, um, I mean, great, but I don't really see how it returns and – uh how it just how it really returns also you got to worry about injuries like that's another thing i worry about you know guys getting out there and playing and they not really ready to play you done had guys sitting down for however long also guys scared even coming to the facility so it's like you know i i think it's like a lot of things that you have to worry about but i understand why they're trying to do it because everybody has lost so much money in this situation everybody everybody has lost so so much money and that's the difference between like this like crisis and, and any other one. Usually in most crises, everybody isn't losing money. Everybody is losing money. No matter how rich you are, poor you are, everybody taking the L in some way, shape, or form. Everybody's taking the L because you physically can't go out there and help the economy. Yeah. In, in turn, the economy can't help you. Yeah. So I understand why they're trying to do it, but I just think it's a lot, a lot of risk. And they got to be careful because, again, you don't want to be a symbol of incompetence. Let the NFL be that. If the NFL want to be that, okay, cool, whatever. The NFL is known for being a symbol of incompetence in certain ways to our society already. But you don't want to be the symbol of, of incompetence. You already were the reason the world stopped. Yeah. Seriously. Like, you already were the reason the world, like, you put the world on notice that coronavirus is a real thing. You don't want to put the world on notice about incompetence of coronavirus because somebody who has a name in your, organi- in your organization, God forbid, something happens to them. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I agree 100%. I think that you definitely don't, like you said, you don't want to have a face to it. Um, I think Ricky G brought up a really, really good point. Um, and I do think if you if you Adam Silver, I think that what he, I think the thing that I got from what Woj was uh, tweeting was that, uh, uh, was that, you know, kind of, he informed the players that he understands that there is a risk. And I think as long as they understand that there is a risk, I think that um, you kind of got to, it kind of is what it is because if you're these guys and we just had this argument, you know, about guys being broke and, and, and what they should do if they're broken, you know what I mean? Like we were literally just having this argument. Am I, am I lying? Like we were literally just having this oh, argument. Yeah, so like if you're Adam Silver and Woe just saying that he's communicating to the players that there are going to be significant financial ramifications, if you're looking Literally, if you're a player and you're looking at this, you're thinking, damn, we could literally be out of hundreds of millions of dollars as, a, as, a, as an entire organization, you know, in terms of the players in the union. So, like I said, like, I think we even when we were talking about Brandon Ingram getting his contract, it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens with a lot of these guys' contracts. By the way, I'll so say real they, quick. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Also, DM me a link. This girl, I know she wants to. 
She said she wants to come. All right. All right. Got uh, you. But continue. Let's get it. Let's get it. We in here. Uh, 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 put her name in the private chat, please. Do you know how to access the private chat? Yes. Yeah, All right. Okay, cool. That's the link right there. But uh, put her name in the private chat and then and then tell her to go ahead and log in and then we'll get with her. But uh, but but I just think that Adam Silver really has to he has to has to understand that. Yes, we want sports back. We we desperately want it back. But I think that, th- that there's a certain that there's a certain risk where even in terms of them testing guys, like they said, they would be able to test guys every day. How can you like like I ha- I want to know how does that make sense? Like I feel like everybody's biggest problem with Trump is because everybody's been like, okay, you saying this, but how does that make sense? And he just like talk to the talk to the governors. I don't know how. So all I'm asking is <laughs> how Adam Silver how how Sway. All Even I'm that like is how. I mean, even like you know, like he he was like, okay, well, like uh, you know, we we you know we we hope that we hope that if um, you know, somebody gets coronavirus, we just isolate them. Okay, let's say in a scenario, you get to game six of a deciding game in the conference finals, and fucking Anthony Davis gets coronavirus. Now he can't Gee, play. Come on, what? Oh, no, 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 but no, 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 I'm saying like 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 AD or like having a Lakers star lineup get coronavirus. Yeah. What like what the hell? Yeah, like that's not even fair. <laughs> like that's not fair, bro. My season is like like literally, we get to a deciding game seven and half of my starting lineup or my star player get corona. Now he got to sit down. That's literally not fair. That's not that's not competitive. That's not fair. Yeah. And then even if we win, he got to be quarantined for fourteen weeks. So his playoffs is over. I mean, so what? Do he want to make money? This is about money. Okay? I understand it. Money. Do you hear me? M-O-N-E-Y. Money. That's all this is about. It's about money. And that's what it is. And I get that it's about these guys, money. you want money. And if you're Adam Silver, you're saying, look, y'all like y'all can want money, but y'all, y'all gotta, gotta be play willing, for it. Y'all know y'all gotta be willing to die for this money. Cause that's basically what it is. Am I lying? I mean, literally, yeah. you have to be willing to. You, how you have to potentially be willing to put your life at risk if you want this. You're all your families. Your 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 yeah. or your own so, family. Yeah. So I so so I don't I don't I'm not saying that to be like an asshole or to be crass, but also it's just like it kind of is what it is. Like that's that's the predicament that he's in. But also, if you're the players, like Daryl Morey, really shot the entire players union in the foot so yeah he did yeah i mean i mean well she didn't respond yet i'm waiting on her to respond we'll like i mean that's we'll fine like see I, 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 I mean that's fine you, but, don't have to, um, you don't have to respond to me out loud that's the point of the private my chat, bad bro. my bad but um <laughs> but um nah 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 he did. I, I i think that knowing what if he would have known what was on the horizon mm-hmm. he probably wouldn't have said that let that tweet out at all. If he would have known what was on the what, what was what was on the horizon, he probably would have just put his personal opinions on the on the uh, back burner a little bit and um left that yeah. alone a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I just think that personally, the NBA just has to. Um, I think first you let an outdoor league return, and then you figure it out from there. 
But also, I said this. I don't understand why is it that they can't play in football stadiums. I guess they should just play next year. No, play in football stadiums. It's big. It's huge. A lot of air in there. You could run ventilation. You could, and even me and Jerry were a leader. I mean, leader roof open, turn the AC. Yeah, but yeah, too hot. Yeah, like, but yeah, yeah, but how much does it cost to rent out a football stadium? That's also the thing. How much does it cost to rent out these you stadiums? You gotta have personnel there. You just need people literally there to turn on. The yeah, but how much does it cost to rent? Okay, so let's say you want to play at the stadium, right? So let's so like let's say you want to do two sites every day, right? You basically gotta rent a stadium, a football stadium, out for two months. They already losing mad money. Like, yeah, I do you want to cut put half the games on one side, half the? Games I understand on what you're saying, but still, you got to rent a football stadium out for two months. And performances in there. I understand what you're saying. Back. I understand you what you're saying. Rapper don't want to perform again. I under I feel you, but I don't think they want us. I think they're trying to do this the most cost-effective way possible. I don't think renting out a football stadium is the most cost-effective way possible that, that they're gonna be able to do this. I think they, they would rather do it in gyms, like like smaller, like smaller, well, smaller and medium sized gyms, whatever, like with two courts, whatever. You have two games going at the same time, or something like that. The two games, back to back, like you know, NCAA style, something like that. Clean the locker rooms, go in there, back to back, something like that, and do it that way. I don't think they want to spend money renting a whole football stadium out. I think that what they need to do is is try to build an entertainment product that's gonna last beyond coronavirus, and I think now is the time for you to do that. And I think that they could be lazy or they could be innovators. And I think that that's really what it's going to boil down to. Are they going to be lazy or are they going to be innovators? Because if they're going to be innovators, then they'll figure out a way to make it happen, to, 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 to support the players, to make sure that everybody's healthy, even as a media member. Like, I still want to cover it. I still do want to cover it. Even We're not going to be able to cover those games. Even if they give me a test. Give me a test. I'll take a test. I saw Schmo. He went to go cover the UFC event. I'll take a fucking coronavirus test. Let's do it right now. Let's do that shit right now. I'll take a test. Let's go. You know, I I, I want to cover the leagues. Like I was even watching old Kawhi clips. I'm like, damn, I did. We're ask, not. I was not like, damn, I did ask Kawhi about about his tech, and he was just like, he made a call line like, so I got mad, and he called a tech. Like, I'm gonna keep it G with you. We not go. I'm gonna keep it G with you. We not gonna be there. I'm going. You can say what you I mean. No, I mean no. Like if they invite us to go and they let us to go, shoot, I will they gladly have my ass look, there. Look, 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 they, they not go. If they have media there, I'm gonna be there because I want to go. I mean, if they have media there, sure, but I don't think they're gonna have media. We're gonna make there. it happen because guess what? We still been covering the league even during all of this, and we ain't just talking about no articles. We've been making yeah, but I don't think they're gonna the league, huh? Yeah, but yeah, but I don't think they're gonna have media there if they do bring it back. I just don't see how. I just I just think everybody is kind of at risk, and it's yeah. hard to guarantee everybody's safety because even with the media, like, do you get instant results back? Also, like, would the media have to, like, let's say when I had a game in Vegas or, like, Florida, I'm assuming the media would have to stay there. Like, you have to stay in Vegas. I don't think you can go home and come yeah, back. G, like, you don't, G. You wouldn't want to go to Vegas. What you doing? I mean, right sure. Now? I'd, go to, I'd gladly you take my stuff to Vegas. You want to go to Vegas? You ain't gladly would take right my stuff. I would, glad, I would gladly, I would gladly take myself to Vegas. All right, then. So what you talking about? I'm just saying, like, everything is logistics. And it's something that, that 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 they would have to be really innovative and work really really hard to figure out in such a short period of time. Like with the NFL, they have four or five months to figure out how they gonna make this work. The NBA ain't got that on time. Uh, I disagree with that. I think that they have enough time. I really do. I think even if they set up green and like I said, set up green and blue screens everywhere, like you can make it happen, G. 
I know green and blue screens. Yeah, yeah. Set up like green and blue screens around the players and put them in a 3D arena. Could make that oh. happen. Render it live, G. Put them in a 3D arena or or put some fake crowd noise in there or whatever. Like I think that there are ways for them to be innovative. Shout out to Luke Johnson. He just donated to us in Euros. He said, Who's better all time to y'all, Russ or Harden? He also said, It's Harden to me, and that's not close. What do you think? Hello? Yeah, I'm thinking. Okay. Sorry, I definitely just played that. I'm like, what? I definitely played that. Um, I, I, uh, fuck. I guess I'll, oh my God. I, I think they honestly about even, bro. Really? I know you want me to pick somebody better, but I don't think they're about even. I mean, really? like they both. Yeah, I mean they both have like one MVP. I still think Rush. I still think Harden should have three, but he has one. They both done historic things. I mean, Harden is. I think Harden is like the the tenth highest scoring season of all time. Russell Westbrook averaged three straight triple doubles. Uh, I know Harden has had a little bit more success on his own, but we don't know what they were gonna do this year. I thought they could have done great things this year. Also, the thing about the Thunder is they kind of been hurt. Every time they got to the playoffs, they were hurt by the time they got there. Um, also, we have seen what Harden has done with a team that's fully committed to him. I don't think the Thunder ever fully committed to Russell Westbrook. Um, I don't think they fully committed to building a team for Russell Westbrook around I told Russell you. I, I told you like I told you, Glasses. Russ is the greatest player to never have won a championship. I think he's one of them. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't I don't I don't I don't think he's the best yet because again his story isn't finished. I think that the best player to never win the championship as it is is Carl Malone. Second, like second most points all time, however many all-star appearances, two time MVP, fucking yeah, however many all it don't Carl matter. Russ ain't never won double. Russ ain't never went two MVPs. Carl Malone average triple double. Russ ain't Russ ain't Russ ain't never went two MVPs. I don't know how many times first team called have been Carl, uh, uh, uh called have been second team uh all defense a couple times. Russ ain't second in scoring. Now, as it stands, when the book is all said and done, if Russ don't win, then this may be something I will agree with you on. But right now, I think it's Carl Malone. Now, I think that Russell Westbrook is somewhere in the like discussion, along with Harden, along with uh, Russ, along with some of these guys. But he's not the best yet. Um, Yo, but if I had what? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say real quick. Shout out to Massive NBA um, for making those graphics for us, man. We really appreciate that. Make sure. I told him, like, yo, every time you give us a graphic, we're going to give you a shout-out. We're going to make sure um, that the people know to go follow you. So go follow Massive NBA. He puts up a lot of dope debates and, like, random, like, player versus. So, like, hopefully tomorrow we'll have a Russell Westbrook versus uh, James Harden one tomorrow, um, as well as a Carl Malone versus Russell Westbrook one. So that way we can put that on Twitter. Um, that'll be super dope. So make sure you go follow Massive NBA. That's Massive NBA. Go follow, bro, man. Been making some super dope visuals. Our Twitter literally has not stopped because of it. Uh, because yeah. of Isaiah Thomas versus Tony Parker argument. Go ahead, Pappy. Continue. Um, yeah, I honestly think it's about even. I, 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 don't, I don't think either one is top 25 yet. I think both of them are probably around, I want to say, maybe 25 to 35, mm-hmm. somewhere in that range. Um, but again, we don't know where the story ends. Like, who knows where the story ends? They get to a finals. They, I think that doing, I, I think that either one of them, I think that either one of them winning a ring, either one of them winning a ring would 
catapult them into a different stratosphere. And then we, we, we would talk about them in a completely different light because their individual numbers are going to be really hard to they argue with. Together, though. So? Their individual numbers are going to be uh-oh, really, really hard. Uh-oh. We got a guess. We got a guess. All righty, Ooh. let's get it. We got Daniel Belts calling in right uh-oh. now. What's up, Daniel? I am now about to add you to the stream. Daniel, what's good? How you doing, man? What's up, man? How you what guys you doing? doing right now? You better be drinking. Uh, I drank a little bit. I took a, I took a gummy as well, so we'll see. Uh, yeah, he's like, he's like <laughs> you're a different way. Feeling wavy. Yeah. Feeling wavy. How you doing, man? What's good, man? Last time we saw you, you were asleep on Hoops and Brews. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, yeah, just fucking with you, man. How you doing, man? We had, a, we had a very interesting conversation a minute ago with Glasses Malone. Not sure if you saw that at all. Is that the Tony Parker bullshit I saw? No, no, I mean, I mean, yeah, we okay. were talking about that as well as we were talking about uh, uh, the whole uh, six nine scenario and everything. So this is very. I don't. Yeah, go I, ahead. I don't pay him any money. I don't pay uh, Takashi. Yeah. I yeah, I don't pay him any mind at all. That's good, man. I'm glad to hear that. What do you think in terms of? Oh, oh, my bad. I definitely put the wrong name uh, by a. Uh, uh, but my bad. Um, but um. Anyways, Drake's Dark Lane demo tapes, man. Welcome to the shop. I mean, I'm sorry. Welcome to Shooting Shots, bro. Shooting Shots, man. We get, we got sports, culture, trash talk. So we've been talking trash. We've been drinking. We've been yeah. hanging out. Um, coming at the people live in your living room, man. What's good? How are you feeling? Um, and what do you think about Drake's Dark Lane demo tapes? What do you rank it? Uh, as in, like, his overall projects? I mean, I mean, just what do you think about it? How do you feel about it? I don't think it's the best thing a Canadian has dropped this year. I'd probably put, I don't know, I, I think The weekend was the best Canadian. Like, his project was the best one that dropped, and then I'd go Drake, and then I'd probably go P&Ds after that. Really? Okay. Although I, I do... I love Dark Lane. Huh? I do, th- I do think P&D had the best song dropped from the three projects, though. Which were... Savage Anthem, I legit love that song. Yeah, everybody loves Savage Anthem way more than me. Really? Another Day is my record. Okay. Another Day, Turn Up, and on PDT. I probably might, but Savage Anthem, it's like, It's just the whole, I heard number two is your man. I just, I like it. I don't know. (laughs) I I think that's one of the greatest bars I think I've ever heard. I I just laugh every time I hear it. Um, I feel like Dark Lane demo takes, in my opinion, if I had never heard most of the songs, Cause I had heard most of them as leaks. So if I had never heard most of those songs, I don't know what I would have done. Time flies think, is one is a top ten Drake song. I don't know if I can go that far. I can. I don't know if I can go that far. I can. I don't know if I can go that far. I can. I don't know if I can go that far. I'm outside in an AMG. Go ahead. I would say Chicago Freestyle would be probably top fifteen for like his discography. Whoa! For, nah, I can't go there. I, I, for, for Drake's. No, I don't think any. I don't think any record on Dark Lane demo tapes is top fifteen in his discography. That doesn't mean that Time I don't really love is. it. Time flies. I don't is. think so. Time flies is. And, and actually, from Florida so. with Love is amazing too. Also, Florida Love is a great record. Not too close. He's, he's got some great songs on there, man. I really think. Yes, he does. You know, but he like, a lot of credit for that. Yes. Go ahead, Daniel. Is that a Clinton Porter jersey? It is Clinton Porter jersey. All right, I love it. Yeah. Right. How, how old is that jersey? When you get that jersey? Like 2003. That's funny as hell. I respect. I it. Like, yeah, like 2003 or something like that. It's been a while. Um, but yeah, no. Nah, I mean, I love not too close. Again, I like love the project, but it's hard for me to judge it as like a project because I've heard most of the records before. Again, like if I had never would have, I probably heard. I mean, I heard Deep Pockets. I heard from Florida with Love. 
obviously I heard time, no not time flat. I heard um desires. Obviously both of the freestyles. I heard those. Uh, I had probably heard at least like eight nine of the records. So it's hard for me to judge it as a project I've never heard when I've heard most of the records before. But um, I think it was dope. I think as far as people not liking it, um, one, he mentioned that these were all songs that didn't make Scorpion. And people yeah. raved about it when he played it on IG Live. But then it comes out and you want to complain about it. Huh? Don't want to he it. said that? Yeah. He That's said hilarious. that. He like he, yeah, he, that is hilarious. When he was on um, IG Live that day. Huh? Yeah, he did. He did an IG live like an hour after everyone listened to dark, uh, the dark tapes, and he said like all that stuff. And then some were not oh, on yeah. Scorpion, and some wouldn't be on his next one. Oh, see, I ain't even watched. I ain't even watched. Yeah, but no, I was seeing the one that he did like a month ago when he was playing most of those records. And he was like, "Yeah, these are all like Scorpion outtakes." Yeah. So it's like then people went crazy over it. Then when it came out, people went slander it. I mean, like, I don't know what, but also I don't know what people expect from Drake at this. They want they want Drake to be Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole and Drake is happy being Drake. Like they want they want Drake to find this like introspective next level where he doesn't care about being lonely and spending money and and wanting women and wanting fame and wanting status when it's like, yo, that's Drake, bro. They're like, yeah, but he's supposed to evolve. It's like he has. Like Well, that's that's going off of my alarm in my, in oh, my place. Hold on. I'll be right back. Keep talking. <laughs> but no, I, but, but what's, 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 what's um, your opinion towards that, Daniel? Because some people say Drake hasn't evolved over the years. Do you agree with that? I don't agree. I mean, look at what he did with More Life. I thought he experimented so much on More Life, and he's gone. He experiments on the Scorpion as well, and he even experiments on this uh, tape. So I'm like, he's not Drake from 2010. He's not Drake from 2013. I think he's... He's not like hella changing, but like you can see certain things he's trying. And then like, I don't think we would have gotten uh, his song Signs like 10 years ago. We wouldn't have got that 10 years ago. So like, yeah. I do think he's changed. Um, I think lyrically, I think that the change people want from him is like, that's not what you're going to get. And I also think that people, some people want an all rap album from Drake. I don't know why. Some people want an all rap album from Drake. Also, I think the way that he talks about women is vastly different than what it was 10 years ago. I think 10 years ago, it was like, yo, I need this girl. Like, I really yeah. need her to be in my life. And now it's like, I mean, if she's here, great. If she's not here, I'll live. I don't, I don't want rap bars from Drake. Like, I don't, I don't want either. Whole, I don't want a whole rap album from Drake. I don't. Like, like I don't. Like, I'm, yeah, cool like, with, I, I'm cool with two or three rap songs on each album. And then, like, the rest, just give me some R&B. And, like, I'm fine. Like, that's it. I agree. I agree. So, what what are do you do you have any bars that stick out to you from this Drake project that you really really enjoyed or you you know you like say in your spare time? Um, I wouldn't say like just. I didn't feel like there's a lot of bars on this, but I didn't feel like any like stuck out to me. Like I've listened to it like three four times and nothing's like catchy. I do like losses. I feel like if you wanted to go for like a lyric song or a lyric song, I think losses is that one. Either, either losses are from Florida with love. Those are the two that like I would probably like have the most like replay value. Did you me. did you peep the Kobe story? Yes. I'm so from then, with love. and then so like I tried to like find it. I couldn't figure out the uh, verse that Wayne played both Drake and uh, Kobe. I couldn't figure it Lollipop. out. Lollipop, Lollipop. Really? Yeah. Um, oh, Wayne Wayne did a uh, Wayne actually has a young money radio station that Drake actually yeah. called in like did an interview. So like, yeah. yeah, I remember that. Like they said uh, he had the Carter three. He said that was back when when you wanted to give athletes records, you had to yeah. give them like an iPod. So he said that like Kobe came on a bus. I think they were either on tour, they were in LA, wherever yeah. they were, 
and he said Kobe came on the bus. He played with some of the Carter Three and he gave him an iPod um, that had basically had the Carter Three on it. Okay, because I was I was really hoping that Drake wasn't lying about that because then you no, had uh, because you had that then you had like Plinka three years ago when they said that uh they played Kobe the Dark Knight before it released, but like they like fact checked it and it wasn't true. <laughs> And so then they they said that it was probably just a trailer. So like I was hoping that Kobe line wasn't like false, but I'm glad that it was true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's facts. Wayne Wayne confirmed it um, when he went on the um, like I said when he went on the um, radio. Wayne has a new like Young Money radio station. Like I said, Drake called in, did interview. They was talking about the fact that like Drake was like, "Yo, like I can't believe I'm listening to like what the world is gonna be playing for the next like two months." And then just on the bus walks Kobe, and it's like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Like Kobe sitting here, I'm listening to lollipop. Like, what is going on right now? So now, yeah, yeah, that was that was cool. Um, I like the sample on Deep Pockets. I'm pretty sure it's a doing okay. it sample at the uh, yeah. LL Cool J. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's that, but I love Deep Pockets. Not too close is incredible. And man said, I'm hurting deeply inside. I'm like, oh wow, this is I know. Hilarious. I, I see you tweet that like once a day. Hurting and deeply I just, inside. I just, I just laugh. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> it, is, it, <laughs> it is. It is genuinely hilarious. But yeah, as far as ranking this and like the Platteon of Drake, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna do that. Um, yeah. Like I said, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's the purpose of it. Like we say, oh, Drake's falling off, or he didn't debut at number one. I yeah. think you really gotta like let Drake actually say, yo, I'm gonna make an album, and this is my album, and then you can judge wherever he's at in his career. I don't think the point yeah. of that was that. I think the point of this was all y'all sitting in the house, y'all ain't doing nothing. Let me put out some music. Yeah, and he said, here's some scraps. I'm dropping in the summer anyway. So exactly. like he said, he said, here, enjoy it, and I'm coming back in June. So it's like. Of course, we'll take what it is. I like some of those songs. I'll probably like replay like a couple of years from now. I didn't like. Uh, I didn't really like the Playboy Cardi song. See, I don't think a lot of people our age like the Playboy Cardi song. I actually fuck with Playboy Cardi though. I genuinely, I genuinely fuck with Playboy Cardi. Mm-hmm. The first time I heard Cardi's verse in this, I was like, the baby voice. What are you doing? Then I was talking to my cousins who are like younger than me. They was like, nah, the baby voice is kind of like what you know, the, like the younger generation they're yeah. doing now. So I was like, all right, I mean, if it is, like, okay, I mean, shit, if the kids like it, I love it. So I actually like Playboy Cardi's first, personally, me me personally, I like Playboy Cardi's first. But switching subjects a little bit, because I know you saw, you said the the, uh, the, uh, Isaiah Thomas, Tony Parker bullshit. How much do you disagree? Or do you disagree? Um, I just, I saw, like, peeps of it. I didn't hear, like, the whole Isaiah Thomas, Tony Parker thing, but I just don't understand how they're even, like, in the conversation. Okay, so this is Glass's argument basically was like you would agree that 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 the Spurs were really a defensive team, right? Ooh. Like you think about it, they were like their yeah. like their offense was always kind of middle of the road, but the defense was always yeah. one to two to three. The Pistons, like when they were winning, the offense was like 13th out of 26 yeah. teams, but the defense was number one. So they were an offensive team. So like yeah. Isaiah Thomas being the best offensive player on a defensive team like mm-hmm. defense defense was why they won not offense yeah same with the spurs you could argue that tony parker was the best offensive player yeah. on those teams but obviously offense isn't what made yeah. them win when when isaiah thomas was doing what he was doing offensively yeah. he yeah. they were losing yeah even though maybe even granted i said isaiah thomas was better because i think yeah. isaiah thomas is a better basketball player but when you look at their career accomplishments like the numbers aren't too too different uh, especially when they were winning, like you know, when the Spurs were winning championships, you look at Isaiah Thomas when they winning championships. It's not that that different, you know. Maybe like they, maybe Isaiah averages two more assists, maybe Tony averages like one more point. 
Um, both of them neither were both both of them were more so scoring guards, smaller yeah. guards. Um, you know, I think Isaiah was All NBA first team three times. Yeah. Uh, TP never was, but I think Isaiah's All NBA six times in general. TP is five times. Isaiah was never the best point guard in the league. Tony Parker was never really the best point guard in the league. So yeah. it's like their careers are in in glasses. Their 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 careers are pretty comparable as far as when you look at that. Longevity, uh, career-wise, yes. Uh, impact, I wouldn't. I'd say Isaiah was, I think, clearly the best player on the Pistons. Tony Parker was never the best. He was maybe the second best at times. But if you get into it, people would you even say Tony Parker was the second best player on the Spurs? Because people get into it with Janelle. Like I've heard a lot of people talk that Janelle would have been like a superstar if he wasn't on the uh, Spurs. That he. Superstar. That- I don't. I don't think he would have been a superstar, but I do think that Manu. See, I've always thought TP was a little bit overrated. And I always thought Manu was underrated. That's just my own personal opinion. I thought that Manu could have been a star elsewhere. Would he have won? Probably not. I think Manu's yeah. game is a little bit too hit or miss sometimes because Manu be fucking wilding, but that's what makes Manu Manu. Manu just wild out, and sometimes the shit just happens to work. But when it doesn't work, you get the 2013 finals. <laughs> but when yeah. it does work, you get Manu Ginobili. Um, yeah. But, but I do think Mono was a guy who could have been a multiple-time All-Star, probably more time All-NBA than what he actually was. Um, yeah. but he just happened to be on the Spurs, and, like, the Spurs don't really do that, you know? Because um, the, yeah, uh, the, talent, the, the talents of Ginobili, Parker, Kawhi, they always come up when it's a Kobe and Duncan debate. They always say, well, Kobe had Shaq. And every Laker fan goes, well, Duncan had Kawhi, Parker, Ginobili, and Robinson for basically his entire career in his pop. So... I think Tony Parker would be, would be up there for point guards, but like Ginobili won Argentina gold medal in 04. So like, I do think people kind of like underrate Ginobili as into like his like overall like production and say like he wasn't, I think I even asked you like put Ginobili somewhere else, put him on a different team with comparable talent. You said, who, who the fuck's comparable to Tim Duncan? And I'm like, I get it, but put him I in just, Orlando with T-Mac. I bet you they do good. I just think Ginobili, I don't think I'm just Duncan, uh, Duncan doesn't get that help thing, but he always had help. Like, he never, no one says Duncan had help. They always say yeah. Tim Duncan was the foundational piece. I'm like, all, I, three but them, see, all three of the motherfuckers were foundational there, though. Yeah, but see, this is my thing. Like, granted, obviously, TP got four rings. I can't argue with that. You can't argue what the man did. Obviously, when you look at the stats, they don't look, not like, you know, Zeke averaging 20 and 20 yeah. and some shit like that. But my thing was that I just think everybody around Tim Duncan was interchangeable. I think Tim Duncan was Tim Duncan. And I think what you got, this is Tony Parker. I think you could have put Chauncey on that team and kind of got some of the same results. I think yeah, you can name other guards that you could have put on that team and kind of got some of the same results. I don't think, at least from a – obviously, like, they were a defensive team, but you even got to get there. You know, like, I don't think, like, you can get those same results with other people outside of Isaiah Thomas. Now, granted, if you, like, take, you know, you know, the already assembled team and you drop Tony Parker on there, like, okay, maybe. But you got to get to having that assembled team. And Zeke was the one constant all the way through. And, again, I just think he was just a better day-in and day-out player, individual player, than what Tony Parker was. Now, career-wise, I mean, if you want to say the four is better than two, I can't argue with you. Not going to argue with that. But I just, again, think you could have got those same results Tony Parker gave you from other guards around that time period. And then I also, like, I looked into it because I was like, how come I never saw Tony Parker, like, get a medal on any, like, Olympic stages? 
And like France had like a super dope team. Like they always had. Yeah, like, the they had the team. And then like they just and then like Boris Diaw, they just never had a. They just never like medals. Like that's why I'm like Ginobili, you can put him anywhere. Tony Parker, he probably was just like a overall uh, product of the system that uh, San Antonio had. So Z, I'm taking Zeke like every day of the week, but. If you want to like, yeah, career-wise, it gets close, but in their peaks, it's not close. I mean, yeah, that was my, yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, I definitely wasn't. I definitely wasn't arguing on the side of glasses. I think Tony Parker is great, but I think Isaiah Thomas is more in like my is more in like my six to eight range in terms of point guards all time. Yeah. Uh, and Tony Parker is more in my eight to twelve range. I think Tony Parker is better than Chris Paul. I definitely believe that. See, I don't any day. I hate, any I hate, day. I hate Chris Paul. Any day of the week. Hell no. Any day of the week. Any day of the week. Like I don't. Any day of the week. Has like has he day of the week? Has he one more? Sure, but even when you look at like what Chris Paul eight times steals, I think he's been all defense. However many times, I think he's been all NBA more times than what Chris Paul. I mean, not more times. More times than what Tony Parker has. Like I don't like. No, I understand that Chris Paul does not have the rings and other things that some of these other guys do. When you look at what his his body of work, like just his body of work, I don't think you can argue with it. And the only thing that I give him shit for really is the year when they lost that 3-1 league. That shit should have never happened. That was disgusting. That shit should have never happened. The other a lot year, of it should have never happened. A lot the of it should have never happened. That shit the, the man got hurt. Hands. No, 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 no. You would, uh, I, I thought Blake was hurt. Now all of a sudden Both of them was hurt. hurt. Both right. of them was hurt. All right. If you replace right. if you replace Chris Paul and Tony Parker, Kobe never gets five, and Duncan has more than six, and that's the shitty thing to go about it. Kobe doesn't get to five. Tim Duncan has like seven or eight. Yeah, Tim Duncan's the, Tim Duncan's the goat. If Kobe don't get to five, you would never consider him the goat because his stats wouldn't be his his his, his, his stats wouldn't would. his stats wouldn't his his uh stats wouldn't look crazy enough. Yeah. Mm, he already he, he already ranked the, I mean he's still ranked above Kobe to me, he still ranked above Braun to me. Tim Duncan's still number five to me. Two people who saw it. MJ, Magic, Kareem, uh who I say I, I think I said I got Shaq and then I uh for I don't know how you put Shaq over Duncan. What you mean? How? I do. And I had I, Duncan and I had Duncan number five. If you watch the three years, if you watch the three feet years, you put Duncan Shaq five, Bird six, Braun seven. No, no, I mean I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. Kobe six, Bird seven, Braun eight. I don't know how you put Bird over Braun. Like I, I just don't get it. I mean, it's I mean, like it's a debate. winning, winning, winning. They got the same amount of rings. Though. They got the same. Yeah, yeah they got the what? same amount this of rings. Still playing and going out there and losing. They got the. They got the. Losing, they got the. He don't. He losing one. Why LeBron get extra credit? Why LeBron get extra credit for not making it as far? Like y'all be like, yeah, huh? but I mean, he got the like. I said, why LeBron get extra credit for not making it as far? What you mean? Like, why does he get like extra? Like, y'all always be like for not yeah, making but, it as far, yeah, or you yeah, mean yeah, for I mean, making it and not I mean, winning? I mean, I mean, not winning. He didn't make it as far. He didn't make it as far as he needed to. I mean, they got the same amount of rings. Braun has more MVPs. Even if you take the first, I think what it is like twelve yeah, but years. Yeah, Bird averaged more rebounds and more assists. So what that mean? And Braun averaged more points. And I don't think every single year Bird averaged more assists every single year. He, averaged, year more, he, he averaged more rebounds every year. He did every year. Every year. He did. He did. He did. By three he did to four. And Braun bigger than Bird. Braun bigger than Bird. He more rebounds every year. But again, yes, but again, the space and, and like the way the game was played in, 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 in that time period has like a lot to do with that. Not as many long rebounds. You weren't shooting 
as many threes. And also, again, Braun does have one more MVP. I don't four MVPs as well. Or he went three straight, which wow. But Braun got four. And two was back to back, right? If I'm not mistaken, he won back to back twice, right? And also, Bird never won back to back championships. I mean, I can't believe. I mean, Braun got to thank D Wade for that. For what? He got to thank D Wade for that. Which year? The the first year? Both of them. Not not the second one. Both of them rings. Both of them rings. He would have never won the rings on his own. He needed D Wade. D Wade wouldn't have won them since Braun didn't get there either. Huh? D Wade wouldn't have won them since Braun ain't go there either. So what? That's fine. I don't think D Wade better than Braun. I don't think D. I don't think D Wade is top seven all time. No. Top ten all time. I think D Wade is like top twenty, top twenty five all time. Top twenty five. Yeah. That's why I kind of leave D Wade at top twenty, top twenty five. I hate I hate doing it, but I always forget. Like I was talking about like best scores in the NBA like last week. I always forget D Wade. Every single discussion, I always forget D Wade. No idea why. And he didn't have a you know he didn't have a forgettable career. Question. Like, you, well, go 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 and then I have a question for everybody, but just continue your point. Sorry, sorry to cut you all day. Because like I'll like think of the top shooting guards, it's always just Kobe and Jordan and that's it. Then I'll think of top players and I just like I think of the best player from each year and it just Wade I just always forget Wade when it comes to like all time discussions. Even I though never he's, knew. he's even though he's up there. I never knew. Ooh. I always I was, remember I was, D-Wade. I was doing scores, right? It was uh, Braun, Katie, Kobe. And then it was like AI, Harden, Steph, um, Mello, and I kept going. And then I was like, oh, shit, I forgot Wade. And like I'm putting Wade up there, but I don't know why. He just didn't come to my mind. I feel you. So, Daniel, what are some Lakers hot takes you got? Um, they're winning 17 if this shit happens in Vegas or Orlando. They're winning what? They they winning number seventeen if it plays wherever. No, they're not. I don't. I don't. I don't think there's because Laker fans have been uh, very optimistic the past few days. Last time we spoke, I'm like, there's going to be no season. But within the past like three days, uh, the Bundesliga joined. Uh, the Bundesliga said they're going to reopen in La Liga, which mm-hmm. is like the, the Bundesliga, the German soccer team, like the German uh-huh. soccer league, and then the. Who? So the German soccer league and the Spanish soccer league saying they're going to reopen. So then you started to hear rumors about the MLB trying to reopen in July. And then you heard today with the NBA. Most of us think it's going to happen. Um, and I just, I don't think you can beat a team led by Braun and Anthony Davis. I think you can. I think Giannis can. I think Giannis will. I even, because, I, I'm even taking the Raptors to win over them if they make it to the finals. No. Because I actually think the Raptors got a chance to make it to the finals. Uh, I've, watched actually, the, I've watched the Raptors a lot this year, and I'm very okay. impressed by them. Uh, the thing about the Raptors And I saw them in person as well. The thing about the Raptors is they actually do have the bodies to throw at LeBron. Like, not many teams actually had the bodies to throw at LeBron. They actually have the bodies to actually throw at LeBron. They, the Raptors actually not, not just LeBron. Also, Anthony Davis. Like, it's That's Anthony fault, though. That's literally yes. that literally that literally be AD fault. <laughs> but uh, they have that AD and the fadeaways. How many? Yeah. How much do AD's fadeaways annoy you? If at all? None. Not at all. This <laughs> year, I don't care. This year, let him take everything he wants. Let him act like it's his team, so he resigns. Yes, once he's once he resigns, then I'll start like, why'd you take that? But most of them, you can kind of like uh, justify. There's some that he takes where. 
he just looks it's just like it looks like a lazy move and i'm like pass it then repost up or try something else um i'd say probably out of every 10 fadeaways he takes one or two annoys me 50 percent of ad's fadeaways annoy me fadeaway days i'm crying they work, but like it just annoys me. But I have a question I want to pose to everybody: Who is the best player to never win MVP award? Um, D Wade never won MVP award, right? No. Does it say finals or regular season MVP? Regular season MVP. Who is the best player? I mean, to I mean never well, win actually, MVP award? actually, do you do you count a finals MVP as much as an MVP? I think it's more. We, I don't Fabian, count it. Fabian, no. Fabian and I have talked about this. He thinks it's more. I think it's. Uh, he thinks regular seasons are more. I think finals MVP means if, more. If, if you think it's more than D Wade, can't be in this conversation. Um, I'm gonna say, sorry, uh, burping. Uh, hmm, who will I say? Who will I say? Who will I say? I don't know. We'll take the finals MVP out. It's got to be Wade. If he's probably the most talented player to not win a regular season MVP. Um. If not Wade, God, I don't know. I'm a huge Mellow fan, so I'd probably say Mellow. Mm-hmm. We do some uh, some uh, thinking. But, um, yeah, I need I'll, a list. I need a list of those who haven't won uh, regular season MVP. I mean, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of guys who ain't won regular season MVP. Um, if I had to. Say off the top of my head, um, who? Uh, George Gervin is up there. He never won MVP. Gervin is up there. Um, think he's one of them. I'm taking um, Mello. I'm taking Mello over the Iceman. Uh, I think Dwight has to be up there. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard never won MVP. Joe I think Noah. Get. Did you say joke? <laughs> no. He was top five MVP voter one year. Okay, Great player. It, Great player. Does, never won MVP. Great player. He, never won MVP. Does, if he I make, had, does he make the Hall of Fame though? Because of Florida. Yes, he's gonna make the Hall of Fame. He's he's a, Hall I, of don't, Fame. I don't think he's gonna make the he's Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of Famer. He's got two he's NCAA championships. How? They won back to back in college. If you back to back top five voter. Come on. I think he might make the college basketball Hall of Fame, but I don't think he made the NBA Hall of Fame. Wow. Leitner. Didn't, didn't Leitner not make the Hall of Fame? Did he? Christian Leitner better not be no Hall of Fame. Or is he the only one? Probably in the Hall of Fame. Game? He better not be no Hall, Hall of Fame. Fame. Christian Leitner is. Uh, no, he's in the college basketball Hall of Fame. Okay. So then, never mind. Yeah, he probably does what Noah does. What he did. Yeah, yeah he makes the college basketball Hall of Fame. Now, uh, but if I had to say, I would. Honestly, I, I, I might go Dwight. Four-time defense player, yeah, I think he. I think Dwight Howard is probably the best player that would win win an MVP award. I'll probably say Dwight, because none because none of these other guys we talking about have individual awards. Any other individual awards, Dwight does. So like Dwight Howard is probably, in my opinion, the best player that never win any MVP award. Bro, like, no, no, Clay, one of them. He one of them. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. G, yes, he is. No, he bro. is not, G. Yes, You're going to say is. at least about 15 to 20 people. Minimum Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen. He over Clay. Sidney Moncrief over Clay. Reggie Miller over Clay. T-Mac over Clay. Uh, T-Mac and not over Clay. 
Yes, he is. T Mac can't, can't get your team out the first round. When, when Steph you Curry slipped on that sweat and fucked up his MCL, guess who got the pass? Yo, man, you James games. Harden. It was you Clay. Won I don't if you care. on a team that won 73 games, you should be the AC, no matter I who was not there. I don't care. I don't care. So, no, Clay. you're going to get to a lot Clay. of people before you say Clay Thompson. No. Clay better. You a lot of people before you say Clay Thompson. Clay better. A lot Clay. of people. His mama Clay. called him Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. Have we, ever, have we ever made it publicly known that we both said if you replace KCP with Clay, they <laughs> they win those titles? Yeah, we were wilding. Yeah, yeah, I was up. Yeah, you yeah, do we good, though. We were wilding. But, but also, I do fuck with KCP, though. I, I, I fuck with KCP, and I think that he was going to be an unsung hero for the Lakers in the um, playoffs. The I fuck with KCP. I, I genuinely like KCP. I'm going to keep it real with you. No. I genuinely like KCP, and I also think that he was having a good season. I think that, like, Lakers fans hop on KCP. Go ahead. I, I think, after, like, Lakers fans hop my bag. After we bullied him for, like, a month, he played amazing. I think that Lakers that, fans hop on KCP because he has, like, hilariously bad moments. Like, he doesn't just fuck up. He super fucks up. But it's like, that's, like, the thing that you see the most because it makes the highlights. Like, he'll airball a layup. Like, how did you even airball a layup? But he'll play good defense six straight possessions before then. But then he airballs a layup. And it's like, bro, how did you just airball a layup on the fast break? Yeah. And then he'll and make then, a three. And he'll make a three in the fourth quarter and, like, shit. Well, like, thanks. Like, <laughs> you, you, you did your shit. Like, sorry for what I said earlier, man. Yeah. But, like, KCP just has hilariously – Bad moments. I think that, that, that that's what people remember the yeah. most. But I rob a case to be. I think like, case to be cool. Kobe's retirement night. Then you had the whole uh, ankle monitor <laughs> yeah, ex- shit. Like exactly. Yeah. Like Kobe's Kobe's retirement night is forever going to be the biggest thing that KCP yeah. ever does in his, in his basketball career. Until he hits a Kobe. shot to win the Lakers a game in the finals this year. But, I still think Kobe taking his family yeah. illegal will be bigger. Yeah. Kobe took his family and left. He airballed and Kobe took his family and left the arena. I mean, he, I think. Oh, he his jersey retirement night. Yeah. <laughs> they retired his jersey. KCP airballed a three and he said, We got to go. Yeah. I'm not staying for this. I mean, so, as he should As he should have. I, I would have left too. You just disrespected me. This was my night. Was- it was, first of all, it was a hilarious shot. I think he like he like come down and transition and pull it yep. and airball. Mm-hmm. It was like, what are you doing, and bro? It wasn't, it wasn't even close. Like it, it wasn't, wasn't even close. It wasn't close. It's not like front rim or some yo. Was uh, that when we had the mellow with a stroke iron, or was that like a different game? When when he airballed it, like yeah, game when yeah, he I think it was. Like, yeah, mellow at least mellow with at least struck iron. Mellow at least hit the rim. Mellow with at least struck iron, bro. And like Casey, like he stared at it too. Like he thought, like I don't know why he kept staring at the ball, but like he stared at that shot. I'm like, you could have, you could tell that that shit was not going in from the he moment. Thought the moment. Yeah. He thought it was his moment. He like, thought it was his moment. Man, like Cole, man, Cole, man, about to show off for Cole. No, you not. Retirement night. Everybody watching that game. Stables is rocking. You playing against the Warriors. He thought that was his moment. And guess what? He lied. And then Lonzo got dropped off by KD to win the game. Yeah. <laughs> Lonzo has had some uh, uh some funny ass moments. Who also he played very well after like the first like two weeks in New Orleans. Yes, he, he did. He did. I actually think that Lonzo was the unsung hero of the Pelicans um a lot this year. I thought that TBJ was hyping a lot of credit to Zion. I wanted him. I didn't. And, and, and I was giving a, a, like a lot of credit to Lonzo because yeah. Lonzo was the one throwing those lives. Lonzo was the one making a game easier for him. So I thought Lonzo played. My issue with Lonzo was still free throws. 
And I think that if Lonzo could shoot free throws better, his whole game would open up. Yeah. My biggest thing for him is still finishing around the rim. Like, he improved. I think he shoots like 39% from three now, like, I think this season. It's something decent like is, that. Which is nuts because he took like six a game. Yeah. And so, like, he improved that. It's just still finishing around the rim. Like, he leaves so many easy buckets around, like, the rim. And for him, if you're going to get fouled, at least make a layup so you only have to shoot one free throw instead of two. Like, yeah, at, see, least, I, at least get me the two points instead of one. Yeah, but see, I think he has trouble finishing because he's not going with the same aggressive aggressiveness yeah. that he should be because he can't shoot free throws. So he yeah. don't want to go to the line. So when he gets there, he's probably trying to avoid the contact or whatever. So he's just taking the contract. First of all, you can you can go in and dunk on most people. He's athletic enough to do that. Yeah. So you should be going in there trying to finish, finish every time. But when you can't shoot free throws, you're shooting 50% from the free throw line. You don't really want to take the ball in the paint because if you got to go stand on that line by yourself, you shoot 50%. Yeah. Which also I think hurts him in crunch time situation because a lot of time when B.I. has the ball, that I actually think Lonzo should have had a ball. But yeah. B.I. can actually make a fucking free throw. So you don't give Lonzo the ball because if Lonzo has the ball, he ends up getting fouled and you win the bonus. You basically gave up a whole possession. That's when the, the Pelicans will take Lonzo out to put in Josh Hart or uh, J.J. Redick. And that's just, the issue. Just because of that. I'm like, fuck, like, he should be in, but I get why he's not in, and I hate that. Like, I hate and, him not being in. And that's the issue, because I think he helps Zion out, because I think at this point, not great, we don't know what's going to happen whenever people come back. But I think at this point in time, Zion isn't great at creating his own buckets in the half court. Yeah. He needs somebody to be able to help him and help him – get buckets or put him in positions where he needs to be in. He's not a guy right now you can just throw the ball, I'm going to move away from you, and I'm expecting you to just do whatever to whoever in front of you. That don't really – it don't – at least on good defense. You know, guys he can just completely overpower it work. But like on good defense, that's not going to work. And I think that him and Lonzo was a great pair, but if Lonzo can't shoot free throws, he can't be on the court at certain moments. At certain moments, Zion should have the ball, or, he, or, or a play should be running for Zion. But it can't be because, you know, but that's my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Daniel, so you think that the Lakers are going to win a championship this year? So if the Lakers win a championship this year, what do you think happens with AD? Do you think AD stays? What do you think What do you think goes on with that whole thing? He's not leaving. There is no way. I don't think Anthony Davis leaves based on uh, basically how he viewed himself as a Laker this year. Every interview he's uh, done has just loved L.A. Whereas if you saw Kyrie, like you kind of saw him like twist like halfway into that Boston year. Anthony mm-hmm. Davis is just kept with uh, L.A. Love, Laker Love, and whatnot. And I just – I don't think uh, – maybe when LeBron retires, he might, like, head elsewhere. And there are talks of, like, Anthony Davis, like, doing two years, uh, extending in L.A., and then that one year he can opt out. And I think that's when, like, LeBron supposedly might retire. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, right. I get it. But for the next two, three years, I don't see Anthony Davis playing anywhere else but L.A. Unless – Unless playoff time comes and like LeBron looks washed, but this season LeBron didn't look washed, so I don't I don't see any slowdown in LeBron with in the next year and a half. So I don't think Anthony Davis leaves. Plus, there'll be ways the Lakers can add more like firepower this mm-hmm. offseason. Um, unless Kuzma makes a leap in the playoffs, I don't think Kuzma's here next year. Mm-hmm. Just because the only way the Lakers can get better is using him as a trade bait to get someone else. I mean, I'm personally not Kuzma did his job. Like, yeah, like what y'all want from Kuz, G? What you want from Kuz is yeah, not what. And also, do you think my Brandon Ingram Kuzma take was blasphemous? Yes. Yes. Why? Why? Brandon Ingram is much better basketball player than Brandon Kyle Kuzma. That also doesn't mean Kyle Kuzma sucks. 
It just means Brandon Ingram is a better basketball player than Kyle Kuzma. Because nope. if you put if you put Ingram in Kuzma's role, Ingram can a create for himself, pass the ball, and that's all you need with a second unit. Uh, you would take the ball out of Rondo's hands, and I would love that. Kuzma not being able to create for himself allows Rondo to have the ball more often. I don't have an issue with Rondo having the ball, personally. I know people hate Rondo. I don't have an issue with Rondo having the ball, especially when you talk about playoff basketball. I trust Rondo. See, yes, but when it's when, when with Rondo, when it's good, it's great. But when it's ugly, it's some of the worst that is basketball. Also true. When, it, when it's bad, it's some of the worst basketball you will ever watch because he just over-dribbles, over-dribbles, over and then, like, instead of going up for a late one second left, he'll throw it to someone in the corner. They just have to jack some shit up. This and is true. Is, and it is not a good fucking shot. And then he'll just stand there and not get back in transition defense, and it's just awful. So the Lakers lead will go from four to down six. And then but also, just, yeah, but also sometimes they would put, like, LeBron and Rondo on the court, but they'll, like, have LeBron running point guard. Why the fuck are you sticking Rondo in the corners? You, like, the, he, that ain't – you ain't right. never seen – you ain't never seen Rondo be a corner three-point. In, in those situations, Bron, you should slide to the four. Yeah. You should let Rondo run. You let Rondo run the offense. And then just, like, run pick and rolls. And if you get the ball wherever you get the ball, you get the ball there. And actually, the Bron's probably go more in the scorer mode and less facilitated mode in those lineups. Yeah. But I think that they were I figuring. I agree, but, I mean, but everybody told me LeBron made people better. But I think that they were figuring out all of that as the season went on. Like, as the season went on. You didn't respond to that. Listen. Listen. Look. I said it. I think that they were figuring out all of that as the season. Oh, well, we got to remember the season shut down with 30 games left, yeah. 20 games left. Like, they still, like, the Lakers were getting better. They were getting better as a basketball team. I judge the Lakers pre and post Morris. Pre and post Morris. Okay. Because he fits what kind of helps both oh. Rondo and Brock. So, this is my question for Laker fans. How is it a. Okay, okay. Do, okay, because I feel like. Other Lakers fans, they love to 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 judge the Clippers, and I love that I hear Lakers fans talking about the Clippers all day long and about how the Clippers will, will never be this and never that. Mm-hmm. Why is it that Clippers fans love to act like I'm sorry, not Clippers fans, but Lakers fans love to act like the Clippers didn't uh, get acquisitions as well as the Lakers throughout the season, and y'all took two L's before the acquisitions? Thoughts? Okay, <laughs> all right. I kind of actually talked about this today on the uh, page. The first game, we, if you've watched Lakers the entire season, that first night we tried to force, uh, force feed AD in the post every single fucking play. Go watch that first half. It's just throwing AD the ball down the post. It was, we haven't played like that since the opening night. So that's why I kind of just say, I, I, I don't count that game. Yes, it happened. Losses happen. But we have not played like that since the opening night. The only other time was when we played the Pelicans, maybe, and that's just because Anthony we got Anthony Davis like what fifty against the Pelicans and one. But against shittier teams, you can play like that. Against a good team, you you can't play like that. The Clippers are too good of a basketball team to just try some bullshit. Christmas Lakers blew that Lakers blew that game. They should not have lost that game. I, I agree. Lakers, Lakers blew that game. I say the Lakers lost that game more than the Clippers won, but that that's a game I will count as the Clipper win. I count that shit. Oh, it, that's because game, you I know why you count it? Because it counts in a in a win loss column. That's why I count. Stop okay. it. And I then, actually think. Go ahead. And then for the um, the last game, I feel like the Lakers finally got a piece. They don't have to play Anthony Davis with Javale or Dwight every single minute. Or they were like, you don't. You can play Anthony Davis next to Marcus Morris now. Or Markeith. I always forget which one we have. Honestly, I always forget who the hell we have. That's funny as hell. 
But whichever one we do have, it just fits so much better next to Anthony Davis than when you would watch Vogel play AD next to Dwight or Javel for like extended minutes of like extended period of time. It would just wouldn't work. You put Rondo next to Anthony Davis, Kuzma, Morris, and KCP, the second unit works. Like you can survive a like time period for LeBron on the bench. When you were putting Anthony Davis next to a five with LeBron on the bench, it wasn't gonna work. Not a chance in hell. Very, very great uh, analysis, Daniel. I, 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 I wish, I wish you had a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you, man. I miss hearing Zo time. I actually, I won't lie to you. I used to wake up in the mornings after Zo time dropped. I would mm-hmm. cut it on on my TV. I would cut on my coffee, and I would yeah. just sit there in my living room and let it play over my TV as I was like trying to wake up in the morning. So, <laughs> as a Zo time fan, I miss hearing you talk basketball. No. Great basketball. The funniest, fan. the funniest shit though is. Since the uh, the Twitter name is King Watch, everyone yeah, thinks oh, I'm yeah. a LeBron fan. Yeah, sorry, everyone's dude. Everyone's like, they all because I like I kind of like make fun of uh, Raptor fans that kind of follow Kawhi. They have two teams. Yeah, and whenever I respond to them, they just think I'm a LeBron fan. And I'm like, no, I'm like, no, like, nah, like I, and then they just they don't get it. And I'm like, I just it's just funny to me, like for a little bit. That's hilarious. That's absolutely there. Sorry for setting you up with that, but I no, feel no, like it's cool. But I like, feel like that. I feel like the name had to be something like that. Yeah, I, yeah. especially coming off Lonzo. Go ahead. I also feel like I know, like two years ago when LeBron first joined, I wasn't the biggest LeBron fan. Oh either. yeah, I remember. I remember. And I, and I would take your side on some of those debates. No. Oh. Now, now, now it's all. Oh. But it's because look at oh. look at what LeBron did this year. Hmm. We're first. Wait, what, what did he do last year? No, this what happened? That. Wait, what happened? What did you just say? What's your Celtics jersey at? I'm still waiting on that. Yeah. You got to do that on, on the next episode. The Braun showed this year to me and in 2018 who he is as a player. I've never seen a more offensive postseason than I did for 2018 LeBron. Oh, okay. And then, what he, and then what he showed this year with LA, like I'm kind of like, LeBron's maybe what top? I think LeBron's the second best player to ever play in the NBA. I'm gonna say Kareem, but I feel you. Nah, Kareem, Mike, Kareem, Mike, Kareem, Magic, Tim Duncan, Shaq, Kobe, Bird, LeBron. And I, I know it's shitty to say like Bron needed to prove himself to Laker fans, but like he did. And we're we're entitled as hell. Like I, I'll admit, Laker fans were entitled. That's why like I just kind of laugh. Yeah, the same way Bulls fans act for no reason. But so like when people bring up like yes we're entitled as hell like we get it. What's the reason? Because we've had if you look at the top unlike 10, Bulls fans. If you look at the top ten, what you mean you unlike Bulls fans? We won six rings. Shut up. In one era, in one era, G. it don't in fucking matter. Era, it it, it fucking happened. It don't Do matter. Shut decade. your ass up. Do you goddamn hater. How you how you how you hate the how you hate the team and the place you from? I don't. The Bulls Fuck had a decade. Here. The Bulls had a decade. The Lakers have had. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> and if, if you look at the top 10 NBA players of all time, seven or eight of them have worn Laker jerseys. But if you look at the top NBA player of all time, he wore, he wore a Bulls jersey. And that's the NBA's biggest mistake. It was Jordan never being a Laker. That's I'm the NBA's crying. Get the fuck out of here. Jordan. No, Jordan. the NBA's biggest mistake is Jordan never being a Nick. That's the NBA's biggest mistake. Can you imagine Michael Jordan with a Nick? Okay, so I'm just I'm imagining Magic never getting HIV and Jordan coming to help Magic get his sixth or seventh ring. Look, look, 
That's yeah, what should have happened if shit no that way. If Jordan wasn't playing nowhere, Jordan should have played in New York. Can you imagine Michael Jordan in Madison Square Garden? That's where he belonged. That close to Atlantic City? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that makes the story <laughs> even greater. He go, he go, he go. If he's, he in go LA, he's too close to Vegas, so I don't exactly. know. Exactly. I, I think Chicago is perfect for him. He go, he go, uh, he go gamble 10K on the table, and then that man come and drop 50 at the garden. Yeah. So no, that's the biggest mistake. If there's if there's any big mistake. Yeah. By the way, I was watching the nineteen ninety one West Coast Finals. Great series, by the way. I don't know if you've ever seen it before. Great yeah. series though. Great, 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 great series. And it actually made me sad that Magic Cat retired. I'm like, damn, bro, you had more time left. Yeah. Um That also like maybe respect Clyde more, ninety one. No, it didn't. No, no, it didn't. That makes me that made me that made me respect Clyde less. See, I have no idea why Clyde Drexler is good. Clyde was not that good. Terry okay. Porter be yeah. moving. Yeah. Clyde, no, I'm I am so all Clyde. See, Clyde not that good to me. Literally. If they not in transition, run, running up and down the court, Clyde was immobilized. See, I do not rock with Clyde Drexler at all. So you just think he's like a shooting guard version of James Worthy? I actually it made me respect Worthy more. Okay. Like, Worthy actually could do shit in the half court that I didn't know he could do. And then also, near the end, he developed his jumper head. Yeah. Like, I like I had never seen James Worthy yeah. jump that ever. But I was mostly watching Showtime Lakers game, which I actually don't really like the Showtime Lakers. Like, as far as watching basketball, I actually like – I actually like well, – I'm, oh, okay. I'm not going to say I don't watch the Showtime Lakers. I don't like watching yeah. those Lakers-Celtics series. Why not? Because it's just a bloodbath and whatever happens after? Nah, it's just really, really bad spacing. Like, everybody is jumbled up together. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, they would run a play for Kareem, but the entry pass would come from the free throw line. Yeah. Get the fuck away from bro. But the 91 Lakers, obviously, when Magic got older, Magic had a jumper. It was a better space on the court. Sam Perkins could stretch out. Worthy would shoot the ball. Byron Scott would, uh, Byron Scott would um, shoot the ball. Magic would go into his little scoring mode. Yeah. Um, so, Probably no. A little so, scoring mode? No, no. Like, no, like, Magic had, like, first of all, his three was nice. Like, Magic's three was better than what people thought it was. He, he had a nice hook shot. He, you know, foul wherever. You had, you had to come and double him. He passed it to whoever. Um, so, no, I don't think that. I also think Clyde should have been playing small forward and not guard because he wasn't a guard. He was a forward. And I just don't think that in the half court, Clyde was that good. Terry Porter was hooping. Yeah. But Clyde just not, like, the fact that Jordan said he got disrespected, I feel you. You should have been. How dare you, bro? How dare you compare this man to me? <laughs> so then, I know I know exactly what you mean with like matches, like little scoring punches. Because funny enough, Lonzo does the same shit. There will be one minute where Lonzo decides I'm going to score the actual basketball, and he's going to shoot from three, and he'll attack in the mid range, and then the rest of the game he'll just pass the ball. Lonzo, you, yeah. If you've noticed Lonzo play, ninety percent of his points come within two minutes of each other, and then the rest of the game it doesn't happen. It happened yeah. for every single game in LA. Like, if you watch, there's, like, a Laker game versus the Knicks. He scored, like, 19 points that game, but I think 15 came within, like, a four-minute span of the third quarter. Talk about the game when uh, LeVar was um, yeah, at the game. The game. When LeVar was courtside. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but, again, that's because, he like, I like I that Lonzo, Steph Curry take I had, I still believe that. Yeah. I still believe that. I just think that a lot of Lonzo is he has to learn, one, his confidence, and, again, he has to he has to shoot free throws better. Like you can't be a starting point guard shooting what what is it? Uh I think fifty five. 
you can't do that, bro. Like you have to be at least at least seventy five. Yeah. Because if you have and and again you you already assist, but all that would help all facets of your game. Your passing lanes would open up. If you drive into rim, people actually think you're actually a threat to score the basketball. Like it, it, you, your passing lanes would open up because I actually have to respect your threat. Same with Ben Simmons. I don't think Ben Simmons needs a jump shot. I think Ben Simmons needs some post moves. Needs to be able to shoot free throws better. So, switching back to like this current Laker team, would you think that the Rockets are the team that would challenge the Lakers most over the Clippers? I don't want to say over the Clippers, but I think that. If the Rockets played the Lakers, I would give them a better chance to beat the Lakers than I would the Clippers, just because I think of matchups. Yeah. I think the Rockets would have. I think the Lakers would ha- would have to choose between those. Be I, I think the Rockets can make it. I think. I think. I think one of the main Lakers advantages is their size. I think that they have size over pretty much anybody. And I think that that, that in the playoffs, those are the type of things you need. Let's say you got to play against a, a you know a Bucks in the finals. Yeah. Like you need size to be able to deal with Giannis. You, you, you don't. You don't want him to just run wild all day. But. Um, the, the Rockets, Rockets take away one of their main advantages, which is size. Like you can't play big yeah. on them. Um, and also, I still have a question about the Lakers' perimeter defense. That's another question I have. Like I fuck with Avery Bradley, but yeah. he ain't really done that in two years, two three years. I mean, we saw him do it against the Bucks and the Clippers in like the the last meaningful week in the basketball we had. No, no, not a great, not great. There have been times that granted he and also he was coming off the injury. Yeah. Also, my thing with Avery Bradley was he was shooting twenty percent for a while from 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 the corner. That's unacceptable. Yeah. That's unacceptable. And, and then he went on that like little hot streak after like February. I went to yeah. the the Lakers and Kings game. He scored like twenty four points. I hadn't seen him score that much in like years. <laughs> years. And I was like I was like holy shit. And he's just yeah. knocking down everything. And I went with my younger brother who's a Kings fan. He's like, has Avery made five threes at all this season? I'm like, no, no. this is it. And no. then he did he did it against the Clippers um, the last game they played. Yeah, but he was he was able to show for like a month straight where he can knock down. I believe it was like forty five percent from three. Granted, he's not going to hit forty five percent from three in the playoffs, but he can hit like thirty eight, thirty nine. He don't have to hit forty. He don't have to hit thirty eight percent. I just yeah. need him from the corners to be at forty. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of his shots are going to come from the corners because of the way he's positioned on the court. He's yeah. going to be in the corner when Braun kicks out or whatever, you know. Yeah. So I, I would, I would, I would give the Rockets a chance to beat the Lakers. I wouldn't give them a chance to. Okay, I don't know what the hell going to happen now, but previously beforehand, I would yeah. give them a chance to beat the Lakers, not the Clippers, because I think the Clippers have the perimeter defense to be able to deal with them, and it can kind of go small like the Rockets, but maybe do a little bit better. Um, as far as the Lakers, though, I just think the only team that they would that that outside of the Rockets, because if the Rockets meet the Clippers, I don't think they're facing the Lakers. But the Clippers, if they play the way they played in the last game against the Clippers, every yeah. game, like if if LeBron's gonna get it going the way he got it going, then well, it ain't nothing to talk about. But I just think that over a seven game series, they got a lot of bodies to throw at LeBron, yeah. like a lot of bodies to throw at LeBron, and LeBron ain't. 30 years old no more. This was 30-year-old Braun. I wouldn't even care. We're talking about 35-year-old Braun. They got a lot of bodies to throw at that man. So, yeah. I just I just think the – I don't know. I think the Lakers also have – like, granted, Kuzma isn't the greatest defender, but he can he can guard Paul George for a couple plays. Um, I don't ever want to see KCP on quite again. Because that, that shit did not work. But I, I feel like with hey, Morris. Hey, I'm sorry, G. I had to come back in the stream just to hear you say that. I said, I never want to see KCPL Kawhi again, G. I agree with you. I, I agree just, with you. I feel like the Lakers have more players. Like, you're not going to guard Kawhi or Paul George. 
but I feel like they have at least bodies enough to throw at those two players where I don't think they have enough bodies to guard Harden or Russell the entire game. Because mm-hmm. the last game the Lakers played the Rockets, Russ killed us. Yeah. And I was like, I haven't seen Russ play like this in a while. And I was like, if this happens in the playoffs, it's, it's scary. Anthony Davis really wasn't trying to be a five yet either. Because they put, uh, was it with PJ Tucker or someone else at the five? And, like, Anthony Davis didn't, like, kind of, like, he still put up 30 and 10, but, like, he didn't dominate the game, per se. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the Rockets take away our size advantage, and they we also don't have anyone that can guard Harden or Russ the entire time. So if the Lakers played the Rockets or the Clippers, I'd rather play the Clippers. I fear the Rockets more than I fear the Clippers, which is crazy because no person should fear a James Harden-led team in the playoffs because we all know what happens. Yeah, but see, I don't think they're a James Harden-led team. I think they're a Russell Westbrook-led team. Okay. Like, I think that, like, Harden is the decoy in many ways. And I think that Russ is damn near, like, their big man. Like, you talk about, like, we yeah. have to discuss that Russ, like, their dominant. Like, how he's damn near, like, their big man. You have to double Harden because if you just let him yeah. go one-on-one or whoever, he legit might cook you for 50. So you have to double him. But you got to remember, like, you're doubling off another MVP. Which is why I had that they were the best backcourt ever take because of some of the things that they were doing together you had never seen. Like they putting up games, they putting up 75, 20, and 20. You've never seen that shit before from two yeah. people. Like yeah. that level of high powerness. And also, I thought Robert Covington was a huge addition. Um, because Robert Covington, even though you play small, he's not that small. Mm. He like plays, he's a he, he plays like a four. Like he Yeah. He's yeah, guy. like yeah, like he's a big, like he's a big guy. Um, I still think that they probably should eventually got a, a center off the bench. I thought that I, 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 I thought that trading Capella, the one thing it did do was make it it took away Harden's lob pass, yep. which I think was a big thing for Harden was his lob they got at Capella. I think that they should have eventually gotten like a, a backup center on the bench, and I think that they you know that may hurt them eventually in some lineups. And I also think that's why Harden's percentages kind of dropped off a little bit yep. because he didn't have that lob threat. Like you, you always had to watch the lob, and you don't have to yep. do that anymore. But I thought it was a Russell Westbrook led team more than okay. Damn. A hard-led team. Like, the one thing I know about Russ is Russ going to hoop. He might go out there and go full for 40, but you ain't going to never walk away and be like, man, it didn't look like Russ was trying. No, Russ going to try. Yeah. I also – I like – I fuck with Ben McLemore. Don't know why, but I fuck with Ben McLemore. Ben McLemore had a resurgence season this season. Like, I mean, before the corona hit, Ben McLemore was going to give himself some money this offseason. Yeah. Now, now that the corona hit, I don't know what Ben McLemore going to get this offseason. But beforehand – he definitely had a resurgence season. Definitely bought him some time left in this league. Time is your mic is muted, so I don't know what you just said. And I didn't say anything. My bad. Go ahead. Before this season, the only thing I remembered about Ben McNamara was uh, him waiting for the Kobe challenge because Kobe never responded to him. Uh, if you remember, like three years, three four oh, years yeah. ago, back. Uh, I mean, yeah. All I these mean... all these NBA players were asking Kobe, like, "Hey, what's my challenge?" Giannis is like MVP. DeRozan had something, and then Ben McNamara was like, "Hey, what's mine?" Kobe never even replied. He gonna be waiting. Now I think if I think of Ben McMore, he's made some clutch threes for the Rockets this season and meaningful basketball. That's fucked up. Nah, yeah, no, 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 yeah, really, no, nah, he has. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but all right, cool fellas, let's go ahead. Let's get ready to get out of here, man. Number one, R.P. Kobe. Uh, shout out to Ben McMore. That's gotta suck though. You like, damn, G. I ain't never be able to get my challenge. Fuck. And like I. I think there was something that happened because my younger brother is a Kings fan who followed Ben McLemore and he said he never replied, but like he liked something of Ben McLemore or some shit like that. 
So I feel like he might have done something like that, but yeah, he never heard mm, an official thing yeah, from it. Yeah, look, hey, look, I respect Kobe for liking that shit, but not responding yeah. to that yeah, yeah. shit. Because I would have been like, nah, fam, I'm good. But anyways, fans, shout out to all of y'all. Thank you all for watching um, Shooting Shots, man. This is the first episode. We had an action-packed episode. We had Glasses Balone as well as we had Daniel Belts, man. Go back. Make sure you check out the convos today. We talked about Isaiah Thomas versus Tony Parker. We talked about Drake's Dark Lane demo tapes. We talked about the Lakers. We talked about um, Tony Parker as a whole. Damn, my my camera just cut off again. Uh, Pavy, go ahead. Get you, talk to people. Outro it. Uh, yeah. Um, shout out everybody who came to the show today. Daniel, appreciate you for coming through. Yeah. Shout out Glasses uh, for for coming through. Always great discussion with Glasses. Um. And yeah, man, appreciate all you guys, you know, for sorry uh, for the typo, by the way. That's my fault. I I I gotta fix that. Go ahead, keep talking. Appreciate all you guys for um supporting the uh content. Um follow us, hoops and brews, hoops and brews, uh TPJ Real, TPJ R E E L TPJ, uh at Pavy World, P A V R World, all one word, Pavers.com. Daniel, get your plug in. Make sure you guys follow King Watch LA and Hopefully, in about two or three months, we get to see the Lakers complete their mission of chasing title number 17 so we can finally tie the Boston Celtics, who won the majority of their titles before most of our parents were born. So <laughs> I'll see you guys soon. Yeah, thanks, uh, anyway, thanks for having me again, by the way. Of course, bro. All right, man. Appreciate you guys. See all, all right. you guys later. Shut up, shout out.